Providence, Rhode Island. This is your station, your music, the world famous. WXIN. Providence, Rhode Island. You bad for business. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Stadium Experience with your host, Jake Elmsley, the show where we talk about the latest and greatest happenings in the world of sports right here on 90.7 WXIN. I'm Jordan Moment, as usual, here alongside me, and this is our first show of the brand new semester. We're very excited to be here, ecstatic to be here, in fact, and we have a lot to talk about. It's going uh, to be one of the better shows in recent memory, at least I think, so... We're going to see. We're going to talk a lot about the Patriots. We're going to talk about stuff going on around the NFL that has me in a little bit of a tizzy. We're going to chit-chat about the Super Bowl coming up soon. Because, yes, the Patriots, inexplicably, through some act of God, have made it back to the Super Bowl yet again. So we'll be talking about that. And also we talk about the Celtics. Has some NBA thoughts to dive into. And you'll be getting all of it here. And if you want to chime in on any of it, do not be afraid to call in at 401-456-9946 or at 401 401- Four five six eight seven eight seven, or go on Facebook. Go to the official Stadium Experience Facebook page and go to the now much more aptly named Mike Kane Memorial live stream. And tune into that. Look at me while I do the show. Drop me some comments. Tell me what you think. Tell me things you want me to say, and we'll see if I do it. So anyway, with all that out of the way, you are listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley on ninety point seven WXIN. And with all that out of the way, we are going to dive right in. So hello, Jordan. Hello. Nice to have you. Nice to have you here at the start of the semester. You know, getting, yep, yep, yep. getting back into our uh, our intellectual bag here. Yes, we are. Just a couple of academics <laughs> here, chit-chatting about sports. Mm-hmm. You and I. But you see, last you see, sometimes Jordan, something that happens to me is I just fly off about something, yep. and I go on rants just to myself when I'm alone, when I'm driving around a lot, when I'm driving around because I have a lot of time to think because I commute a lot. But that, and it's just I'll always end those things and be like, man. I wish somebody just recorded me in my car at all times. <laughs> no, but honestly, I do. Because I would have so much material for segments. I would have so much material for articles. And sometimes it'll be something I've gone to rage. And I, like, I'll actually like, do like a segment about it by myself. Yep. I just That's the thing I do. Mm-hmm. And then I come here. And now I, I, it's hard, like, I have to get back into that mindset and kind of like repeat myself. Because I've already kind of let out the emotions about just whatever just got into my head sometimes. And sometimes it's fine. Because like I said, this show, you know, like we all know, this show is weekly. So sometimes it's something on Friday gets on my nerves. And by Wednesday, it wouldn't even work as a segment. Because mm-hmm. it's irrelevant by then. Because of, you know, that's, no, that's five 24-hour news cycles. Exactly. Which you know, is the only thing that matters. That's five Mueller reports. That's five, you know, five BuzzFeed quizzes. Like all sorts of things. Yeah, it's, it's been well vetted by, by, by Wednesday if it came out on Friday. <laughs> But so, but no, something that I do want to talk about and something that kind of is, I guess, kind of an offshoot of something that kind of always annoys me that's come to the forefront. And I want to open with this before we get into Super Bowl stuff, before we get into NBA stuff, which is my show. It's what I want to talk about first. This is what I care about most. But obviously the end of the Saints and Rams game and mm-hmm. the fallout from that when, well, not the end of the game. I'm sorry. Something that happened in the fourth quarter of the game yep. where there was a pass interference it looks like it was a missed call. It looks fairly egregious, and it wasn't called. And now, as sports fans love to do, mm-hmm. as sport as sports fans love to dive into, and one of you know probably one of the top three things, top three habits of sports fans that annoys me is bitch and moan about a call and blame a loss on a call. Yeah, and that's something I want to get on the record because that is something I want to talk about before we dive dive into other stuff. Is that for all sports fans? Of every team, 
ever, nobody has ever lost a game because of a single call. And people don't want to understand that. People want to deny that because it's easy. It lets you take, you know, remove all accountability from your team or the players you like. But nobody has ever lost a game because of one call. It doesn't happen. It might have been an important call. The call might have been bad. It might have gone against you. It might have cost you in a big spot. But you're not in that spot because of that call. That call doesn't impact the entire game without being the result of a million things you did yourself or your team did yourself. So just to speak generally, no one call ever costs a team. And I just hate it when people say that. I despise that. That makes me, that, that is one thing that just upsets me so much. And I don't know why, and I know why. Because it's just a stupid thing that people can say on Twitter, in like group chats. Just like, oh, the Sa- that cost the Saints the game. That one call, it cost the Saints the game. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't cost the Saints the game. The Saints giving up a 13-point lead sure cost them the game. The Saints getting the ball first in overtime, which I've been told all week, by the way, it means you instantly win in overtime. Winning the... They didn't do that. That might have cost them the game. The fact that they had accumulatively like 45 team rushing yards, maybe that cost them the game. But no. One call. Even if it's a bad call, it doesn't cost you the game. And I hate it when things like this happen because then, guess what we have to talk about? The stupid effing call. And that's all anybody wants to talk about. And that sucks. And also getting, I want to get into the Patriots game in a minute because there's a lot of officiating stuff from that that people want to talk about. And I hate doing this. I hate talking about officials. I hate talking about rules. I hate talking about refs. I think it's stupid. I think it's short-sighted. I think it's just a, a thing people do so you don't have to blame their own team for stuff that they did. And it's frustrating to me. But now we have to do it. And this is super frustrating to me this particular year. Because as I've been on record as saying many, many, many times, this has been a really good year for the NFL. A great year for the NFL in a lot of ways. First, just the games were a lot better this year. There were a lot of teams that were really good. It wasn't like last year where there was parity because of sucking. There were a lot of like really elite teams this year, Jordan. And that was good for the league. And also, there wasn't really, until Kareem Hunt, there really was next to no stupid off-field problems. That we know of. Yeah, but like, but that's what my point. <laughs> but like things that like dominated the discussion. We weren't coming in here and talking about like NFL like discipline, the league office, you know, Roger Goodell. We weren't in here talking about that crap. And that's great for the league. You know, the best year for the league is that you never talk about Goodell. Yeah. Which we didn't do. None of that. You know, even in the offseason or during preseason, everybody was flipping out about the helmet rule. Remember that? Yeah. Everybody was like, football's dead. You can't hit anymore. Does that even come up once all regular season? Besides, like, a little bit with, like, Clay Matthews at the start of the year. It's Clay Matthews and me, and he doesn't know the rules. No, is that, but, like, other, like, really, was that, like, you, like, people were acting like that was going to be the dominant issue all year. And that, it has not been an issue. That has not been an issue. So the NFL. Football man can't lead with his head anymore. But the NFL, they've been doing great. 
And now here we are, Championship Sunday. Two great games, by the way. Fantastic games. Fantastic games. But we're here talking about stupid rules. Yeah. Shout out to Drake for cursing both these games. And Right. And stupid refs. And that's frustrating to me because that's what fans want to talk about. So now it's what I want to talk about because I like talking about when fans are being stupid. I don't know why, but that's what I got my kicks out of. So here I am, bogged down in it. So let's stay bogged down in it, Jordan. Because yep. here's what happens. Mm -hmm. Here's what's even more frustrating. Because now what's going to happen is now everybody's telling them to change the rules. Oh, you got you to gotta change the rules. You got to change the PI rule. Or God forbid, the league is investigating, is talking about making PI reviewable. Making oh, pass boy. interference reviewable. And I don't know, I want to save my Patriots Chiefs stuff to later, but I don't know how you could have watched that Patriots Chiefs game where like there was that one spot there where like every other minute going to the replay booth, stopping to think about a call, refs have to meet. Like, feel like there was literally there was a sequence where like five controversial calls in a row. Like, gotta review this, gotta review this. How can you look at that and go, I think more stuff needs to be reviewable? So what's the number one? <laughs> what is one of the biggest issues with NFL football? It gets too bogged down in between plays. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you want to introduce more? And the league will do it. They're going to do it. They will change the rules because people are being stupid and complaining about stuff that they barely understand. Like with the catch rule. Yeah. Which was fine. The old catch rule, I have been the proponent of that catch rule for years. It was fine. It was very easy to understand if you were willing to try and understand it. It was not complicated, but because some people got hosed by that call, Calvin Johnson, Des Bryant, mm -hmm. others, because people got screwed. And then, you know, idiots on Twitter are going, oh, no, what's a catch? Oh, oh the Steelers. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Steelers, you know, the masters of accountability. Oh, uh, yes. The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Oh, who even knows what a catch is anymore? Nobody knows what a catch is. Even though every single one of those situations, it was the exact same thing. The guy hit the ground and lost the ball, which means it's not a catch. Very easy to understand for an idiot like me who's never played football in his life. So, Jake, you're telling me you have to keep possession of the ball? Well, not anymore, but you did. And it was very clear and concise. <laughs> And nobody could fathom it because people are stupid. And just because of that, everybody, oh, nobody knows what a catch is anymore. And then, you know, that happens. And then your subconscious is going, okay, cool. Now I'm blaming the dumb catch rule. Now it's not my team's fault that they lost. It's the dumb catch rule. And it's Roger Goodell and blah, 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 blah. So then they change the rule. To frankly, I don't think the new rule has been a problem this year, but I don't like the new rule, really. I think it makes making a catch easier. It had like it has not come up once this year in a meaningful spot, as far as I can tell. Like I barely noticed it, so maybe I'm just complaining about nothing. But just the fact that fans being stupid and not willing to understand something, the least like we gotta change it, I guess. And that's probably gonna happen now. Oh, and, and how is the NFL <laughs> when they make reactionary decisions? They don't do a great job. No, they really don't. Like they should just they 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 were doing a great job this year avoiding putting themselves in a position to do that, and now they've gone and put themselves back in it. Or the fans have, or somebody has, but now they're back in that position where they're going to make a short-sighted solution to calm down some rabid fans. And those never work out. 
So that's frustrating. You know, you have Michael Thomas calling the league office because he's citing that the you know he's cite, he's tweeting out the rule that says that Goodell can overturn the results of a game because we were so effing wronged by this. We were wronged by this pass interference not getting called. We were wronged, Jordan. Yeah. This is a you know the Saints are suing the NFL. Yeah, I saw that lawsuit. Oh my god, like that is so dumb. <laughs> Which I, I, I don't un- understand how they're going to win in any civil court with that dispute. But they're doing it because, no, they're doing it because, you know, the Saints want <laughs> I, I don't think the NFL rule book is, like, under no, arbitration of, of, of U.S. Of civil course, law. But no, but you know why they're doing it? You know why they do it? To placate their stupid, rabid fans. That's why they're doing it. Because ownership can be like, yeah, we fight for you. <laughs> Bring it to federal. No, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like what? I, it's like why I was surprised that Bob Kraft never tried to flight, fight, you know, the event that happened a few years ago. He's going to bring it to the, some, I'm just surprised some even, district like, court in no, Louisiana. Like when, he, like when he rolled over and accepted it, I was like, You're, that's probably the right thing to do from like, you know, like a, a pragmatic perspective. Yeah, but, you know, even, I was kinda, even though Tom Brady challenged his right, suspension but like I'm kinda, like, the, I'm a, little the, the, a U.S. Circuit Court but no, of Appeals. But no, but, that, but like I was almost surprised. I'm like, okay, like, like you think you think maybe Kraft would be like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, placate like my stupid, rabid Patriots fans who want the league's head. If I just like, you know, doing a little mini suit and then be like, ah, oh, we didn't win. But I, I fought for you guys. But the Saints are doing that, which is stu- it's stupid. But like I, I get it. I'm still like, mad that that case really went to a U.S. I don't circuit. want to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. But you, you don't, you don't like stop. You don't. <laughs> okay. It's a reason I don't even use it by name. Well, I'm trying to make a joke about taxpayers wasting care. their money. But anyway, like on football stadiums. I don't care. Anyway, the it's just so frustrating. It's just this idea that fans get in their heads. I don't think NFL games are rigged. By the way, Ooh, I don't. Wow. I get really frustrated when people bring that stuff up. What are you, conspiracy theorists? No, I'm an conspiracy, anti-conspiracy theorist. I mean, I am, I am a conspiracy theorist, but I'm not being one right now. Like, I like maybe it's partially being a Patriots fan. It does get frustrating how every time anything gets called against a team playing the Patriots, it's like, oh... It's rigged in their favor, which, by the way, I don't think if the NFL was rigging games, they would rig them in the Patriots' favor. You'd think the NFL would want, like, the bright, young, new quarterback to play in the Super Bowl, but whatever. Maybe Bob Kraft paid more money. But you, it's, but you, but if you're a Patriots fan who believes all this crap about the league being out to get you... <laughs> them personally. Yeah, exactly. But anyway... <laughs> Not the team. Them, the, anyway, their livelihoods. I have a thing about that in a little bit. Okay. I have a thing down that later on in the show. Yeah, we're just yelling at people today, Jordan. <laughs> All we're right. just yelling at fans for the first hour of the show here, so enjoy it. But I just like... And now the NFL's gonna go, and they're gonna make pass interference reviewable, or they'll make it challengeable, and they'll make, you know, roughing the passer reviewable, or they'll make it challengeable... And there'll be something stupid. And then, yeah, that'll be great. Like week three, when somebody throws out a challenge flag for PI, we have to sit there for 10 minutes and wait and listen to Gil Santor explain whether or not it was pass interference or not. Yeah, that'll be great. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Because you all try, because you made the NFL have to make a decision, which they're bad at doing. You made the NFL have to react to something. Just give them as few things to react to as possible. And maybe you'll be okay. But we're doing it because people are stupid. And now and now you will never hear Saints fans blame their own team for their own failures. Mm-hmm. You won't hear Sean Payton. It's great for Sean Payton. Sean Payton gets to go up to the podium and be like, I don't even want to talk right now. I'm mad. I'm a hard-o coach who was ruled by, who was, who was wronged by a call. 
and we don't have to blame ourselves at all. This has nothing to do with that we gave up a 13-point lead, that mm. we couldn't score in one possession in overtime, Ooh. that we couldn't run the ball for crap. It's mm. not that. It's that call. It's the call. That was on a third down. And then we had another down. It was on a second down. In the fourth quarter of a game that went to overtime. Anyway. <laughs> that you ended up giving the ball back to the In a game where we gave up an 18-yard pass to a punter. Yep. But nope, we don't have to look inwards at all. Who needs accountability? Because we can just blame the refs. And our stupid fans can blame the refs. And people can say, oh, the Rams Super Bowl isn't legitimate. See, Jakey, what you don't understand, right? Because Drew Brees, he was so angered by that missed pass interference call that he decided to lob the ball up into triple coverage. Sure. Yep, that's that's the reason why. Probably makes sense, yeah. yeah. No, like it makes sense. I buy it. Yeah, yep. why not? Like, who needs, like, literally. Like, he was so oh, blinded by rage that like, he decided to just lob it up yeah. instead can, of throwing the ball away. Can you imagine if that was, like, yeah. Mike Tomlin in that same situation? Oh, like, yeah. I love it. Like, I lo- like literally, like, no account. Like, the players on that team are calling the league office because they literally just think that they'll reverse it because they're so wrong. And the organization, I'm sure, is fine with that. They're like, yeah. Because, once again, not our fault. Like, who dat? Not us. It's not our fault. <laughs> who dat? Not us. <laughs> who dat? Parentheses, whom is accountable for the loss? <laughs> Not us. Uh-uh. Mm. So I was angry about this yesterday, honestly. Yeah. But I'm still kind of mad about it. And it's just like, it's dumb. And I hate it. Like, I just I just hate doing it. Well, I like doing this. But I hate, like, that the discourse about this exists. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, sometimes refs make bad calls. I don't know. If you I mean, lose, I mean, in, all, you, in, all, in all fairness, it was a, game, a bad call. Yeah, it was a bad call. But if you lose a game because of a bad call, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's which you can't that. do, but if the but if you can track you losing a game back to a bad call, you didn't deserve to win to begin with. Or you weren't winning that game. Or that game was any, or that game was up for grabs for anybody. And guess what? Also, I hate complaining about calls, because guess what? There are by the way, I hate it also because a bad call at the end of a game has the same weight as a bad call at the beginning of a game. Or the bad call in the middle of the game, but since it's at the end of the game, we make a whole national hoopla about it. Mm-hmm. By the way, guess what? A missed PI in the first quarter that makes you punt or makes you settle for a field goal, same impact as one in the fourth quarter, just for the record. But you won't hear about that. You don't hear, you know, like you can go through any game and find five or six missed calls. Easy. Roughing calls, holding calls, PI calls, all over the place. Oh, and yeah. they don't get called. We don't have people complaining about yeah, those. Holding calls are the least called calls. Are the yeah, least exactly. called penalties. Like you can look at every game and find that. Every single game. Oh god, how many times have we seen Gronk just get mugged? <laughs> all the time. Exactly. And it doesn't get called. Because it just doesn't happen. Because you can't rely on the refs to win or lose you a game. Or you're stupid if you're trying to do that. Or you're not good. Or you're a baby. Just being a bunch of babies about it, all right? You didn't lose that game because of the call. You lost that game because your coach and quarterback are perennial underachievers. Ooh. Perennial underachievers. Ooh. And once again, just because a call came at the end of a game, which it wasn't even the end of the game because you had two more possessions after that and you failed on both of them. It was near the end of regulation with like uh, three minutes left, if uh, I remember correctly. Oh, uh, we were wronged. So, yeah, like, I, it's, like, yeah. yeah, like, I, 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 what, like, it's dumb. 
And yeah, and like I do want to drive into that quickly because yes, Drew Brees and Sean Payton are perennial underachievers. Mm, explain. Absolutely perennial. Well, I mean, I think this kind of stems because I despise. Yeah. Desp- and you know me. I, 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 I am not like, I don't, like, I am not like this big Homer Patriots fan. I mean, I'm a gigantic Patriots fan. But like, you, like you've, been, you've been on enough shows with me, Jordan, to say in fairness, like I'm not like some giant Patriots honk. Yeah. Like I don't come in here and like ball wash everything the Patriots say or do. Yeah. One thing that kind of does bring that out of me is when people try to put other quarterbacks in the same category as Tom Brady. Mm. Really any quarterback, but especially like ones who play now. Like I, I do hate that. Tell me Bart Starr isn't as good as Tom Brady. Well, I mean, he's talking about that. Like I, like, I <laughs> no, but like, like I do hate that. Like I hate the, the insinuation that Aaron Rodgers is as good as Tom Brady or that, you know, the idea that, you know. And, you know, if any of these other guys were here, they'd do the same thing. Because, oh, Belichick said so. Oh, Brady said that Aaron Rodgers would pass for 7,000 yards, and he's just as good as Brady. No, they're not. Like, like I, th- I just think it's like I think it's almost like I think it's arrogant mm. to just insinuate that anybody else could do this thing, do these things that nobody else in the history of football has ever done. Except Russell Wilson. Not even Russell Wilson. Don't do that to Russell. Nope. I, I, like just Russell they, Wilson just that it's so easy to say, oh, you just plug and play somebody else in and they just you know, have the exact same level of success. So that means Brady's not good. I hate that. I do hate that. And probably like it, like when people because this is like a contingency of fans that always try to make the that try to make the claim that Drew Brees is the goat. Ooh. And that makes me so mad. Cause that's so stupid. That is such a stupid because that is based only on raw passing stats. And what do we think of raw passing stats on this show, Jordan? Well, we think they were going to get Vinny Testaverde into the Hall of Fame. Yes, because they're stupid and they're not the end, and they're not the end all be all of ranking quarterbacks. They're not. Like Unless I, you're Philip Rivers or Carson Palmer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Like exactly. No, they're like those guys are top ten quarterbacks all time. But anyway, if you're just going by raw passing stats, but just like people when they try to insinuate that Drew Brees is a goat, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. I think it's dumb because he hasn't. It's like I, maybe because I. I'm a Patriots fan, and I've grown up in this. I don't know. I value winning more, but I don't think that's wrong. Mm. Like, Drew Brees has had a 1,000, like, 5,000-yard regular seasons. And then just, like, a, a pile of seven and nine seasons. Which, yes, they've had bad teams. But really, let me think, could you ever see Tom Brady leading a team and then ending the season seven and nine? Uh, no. No. Exactly. I, I can't fathom it. It's happened how many times with Drew Brees? Uh, a couple. Yeah, like, it's... That, and then it's just just the insinuation that he... So, yeah, I kind of take a little bit of glee in this. Because I like Drew Brees. I don't hate Drew Brees. I mean, he's boring. He does pants commercials. So does Brett Favre. Anyway, Brett Favre isn't boring. But still, he just like... That's like... Oh, you know. Drew Brees is really good for Levi commercials and nothing else. But... Levi's are good jeans. They are great. I'm wearing Levi's right now, actually. Yeah. But uh, so maybe I can get a Levi's commercial. Maybe. But no, it's just... When people try to insinuate that Drew Brees is the GOAT. Or the greatest of all time, because I hate using the term goat. It gets thrown around here too much, and I'm sick of hearing it. Like, I get it. I get it. It's funny. You got goats. I get it. It's funny. And I'm, 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 like, I'm done hearing it, but I guess I'm using it. Yeah, it was, it was quirky, like, in 2010. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty, like, oh, they had the goats at Brady. Like, I think it was done once they had the goats at Brady's birthday party. At, like, when it was, like, his birthday, and, like, he was practicing, they brought goats. And I was like, okay, that's the end of this. That, this has been fun. That was funny, but let's stop it with this. But they don't. But anyway, but yeah, for one thing, like I, like Drew Brees is like a top 10 quarterback all time yeah. at best. Like he's right there with Aaron Rodgers and like Dan Marino 
And those guys kind of clustered together in like the bottom half of the top ten. <laughs> Don't bring Dan Marino into this. I will bring Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Dan Marino is probably the last person to run a good Dolphins team. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> that was like eighty years ago. I mean, Drew Brees is the last person to run a good Saints team. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like he's still there. <laughs> and, but anyway, so like, yeah, like like that. Like I talk about that when Rodgers was here. Like I think these like people are just like, oh yeah, like Aaron Rodgers. Like there are people who will be like, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers is like the second or third best quarterback of all time. Mm. People just throw that around. I think that's ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers is a top 10 QB at best all time. Based on his career accomplishments? Like, well, because he makes good, fun plays every now and then? Yeah. Like, I, like he's no better than, like, he might be, like, I might rank Favre above him all time right now. Well, of course. Brett yeah. Favre's the GOAT. Yeah. Well, no, but, like, <laughs> like, I might rank, like, I might rank Brett Favre above Aaron Rodgers all time in terms of QBs. I'd probably rather have Aaron Rodgers, but... No, I'd rather have Brett Favre. Maybe. I mean, fine. Like, I think that's a conversation. So, yeah, I think if you're having that debate, like, you, can't, you can't then also, though, put him on the same pedestal as Brady. Yeah, some, something something about having, like, an absolute wild man as a quarterback just really, really does it for me. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, like <laughs> these are the guys that Brady's playing right now, and these are the best quarterbacks around. So, it's, you kind of have to create the narrative somewhere. But I think it's wrong. I don't think that narrative is correct. So, yeah, like, I just, I don't even put Drew Brees in, like, the same conversation as Brady. Like, I don't put anybody in the same conversation as Brady. Like I said, like, this is where I become, like, the giant, like, rabid Patriots fan is on this, uh, is on this topic. Because wow. I think it's stupid how people talk about Brady. People are, people are so oddly dismissive of Brady. Yeah. People have so many weird arguments about Brady to, like, discount him. I mean, he doesn't eat strawberries, so how can he be He's a goat? system QB. People just say that. What does that mean? He's a system QB. Yeah, what does that mean? He only works in a system. Yeah. Okay. I mean, which we really can't dispute. What? Why is that? Like, why is that a knock? Well, because because he runs an offense and they run it well and it works and they win and go to every Super Bowl. That's yeah. bad. Why yeah. isn't everybody? Why isn't everybody run that system if it's so guaranteed? If it's so money? Uh, because not everyone has Tom Brady. Why don't you put Aaron Rodgers in that system? Why don't you put Drew Brees in that? If it's just money, <laughs> and it's just gonna get you where you want to go. I if mean, that, that system, it, it might it might work. Who knows? I don't, I don't think. I mean, I, I, <laughs> we, all we, these all these teams hiring Patriots offensive coordinators doesn't seem to work out too well for them. But if it's just the system, I mean, come on, you can put anybody in it. Maybe Bill Belichick only tells them half the playbook. Maybe, <laughs> but yeah, it's like if they all got together. Maybe they'd be able to put all the pieces together. Yeah, but yeah, like it's it's dumb. And yeah, like the Saint, like what have the Saints choked two years in a row in the playoffs now? Mm-hmm. Two years in a row, like division, La- like last year wasn't so much Drew Brees' fault, even though like in the end, like you can always be like, oh, but they could have scored one more time, and then fine, it was Drew Brees' fault. But <laughs> that was just a chronic defensive failure. Yeah, which, is, which most... goes on the coach and goes on the discipline of the team. Yeah, the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and that yeah, that was a choke. But yeah, I put this game on Drew Brees more than anything. Oh, yeah, that last interception. Yeah, the interception. Yeah, I don't know why he threw that ball. Not being able to score in overtime, which, once again, according to everybody complaining about the overtime rules, you win the coin toss, you're in. Basically. So, yeah, that's that. And then, yeah, and then the overtime rules. I want to harp on that a little bit. Don't change the overtime rules, my lord. Can we not have that? Like, I know people are, like, mad about it, and they're raving and complaining, and maybe it's because I'm a Patriots fan, and... The last two times the Patriots have gotten overtime in a playoff game, it's worked out really well for them. 
But also... Well, I will. College football objectively has better... No, it doesn't. Oh, my God. Room. We'll get to that in a second. But... <laughs> objectively. No, it doesn't. But anyway, like... What, now people want to change the overtime rule? Yeah. Because it didn't benefit the team? I think Basically. it's dumb. I like the overtime rule. I do. I don't like the college overtime rule. I don't know why everybody, like, jacks that off. That's not I don't football. jack it off. I just like it better. Why? Why is it? Why do we love it? It's, you're not playing football. What are you talking about? It's like you, you're playing pickup football. Like oh, oh, uh, we'll we'll start from from the twenty five. Well, I don't. Well, I don't like that part of it. And but we the, have, but the, the concept of, of scoring then still having a chance to like. Okay, but go that's back. not the college overtime rule. The college overtime rule is this like warped like pickup version of football. Okay. Might as well, but besides the whole point of stopping at the starting at the twenty five, they might as well like start you from the twenty five and give you six downs and one blitz. Maybe. Yeah, make it just completely play pickup football rules. Like it's stupid. But I like the concept of. Once, if you if you can't stop the other team, I think team, Belichick would react and try to take to the score. kicking game out of overtime. Uh, maybe, but you see, like I, I don't like that rule though. You, you give them a chance to respond, like, like I mean, I get it in context, but I mean, like, what does that lead to then? Like, what if you give the team one team, then the second team goes, they score, then the other team goes, they score. What do you go again? Yeah, keep going till somebody till the second team doesn't score. Yeah. That'll take forever. I don't care. I like the idea. That's what, that's what I like. That's what I want to see. I don't. I want to see quintuple overtime in the Saints Rams game. I don't. I don't want, especially not right before the Super Bowl. Like, you kidding me? I am not. You better go to distance. You better work for it. I want them to go a whole nother quarter. Or are you going to go into the Super Bowl just hobbled? <laughs> what do you mean, Jake? Like a whole nother this quarter. This is a grown man's game. No, you gotta earn it. No, you gotta, it's dumb. You gotta leave it no, all. No, you gotta up blame the, the refs. <laughs> you gotta find ways to not blame yourself for losing. Also, shout out to the Rams for getting a walk-off 57-yard field goal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, that <laughs> was, <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit. That, that was, was a crazy. great kick. No, we don't talk about stuff that happens on the games because we're mad about the rules. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But that was the clutchest kick I've ever seen. That was good. That, that thing. That thing was down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> that thing would have gone for miles. <laughs> yeah, you had extra five yards in there. At least. That like, was hey, ridiculous. We, we out here from 70. Yeah, I got it, coach. <laughs> I got it, coach. No problem. I'll just hit the 60-yarder to send us to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, like the what? balls to take that. Yes, but we're over here talking about the pass interference. But no, but like. Which was a pass interference, to be fair. Yes, but, like, but it's just you're, you're, you're stupid and a baby if it's all you want to focus on. Yeah. But Which I know sports fans tend to get stupid and be babies about things, which is fair. I mean, it's a very visible thing. Like, it's an entertainment thing in the end, but. You know, I'm I'm just a dick, and I'm just gonna call you out for it. But anyway, worst call in NFL history. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Such a bad call. The league has it out for us. We gotta call the league office. See, Jake, what you don't understand? It was all conspiracy from by the NFL to get LA to be a football market again. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. And we can talk about that in a second. But anyway, like, just like, don't change the overtime rule. I don't want them to change it. I like it. I like it as it is. It's what you add one extra possession to the game, and then you add an additional one as you need to, and that's it. You don't get a you get four quarters to win, and then an extra possession if you need it, and that's it. And you gotta maybe if you win the coin toss, you get a little bit of advantage. Ah, you do. You just get some advantage. It happens. It just happens. And you got to stop a team one time, but then also if you stop them, guess what? You get to win on a field goal. So that feels like a fair exchange. Yeah, but like if, if you can stop a team on one possession, you basically gotta march down to the thirty-five and you win. That feels fair. Like I don't want to do the college thing. I don't want the teams to be there forever. Because guess what? I don't want a team playing 
15 extra minutes and then going into the Super Bowl and being at a gigantic disadvantage. Even though both games went to overtime somehow, which is crazy. Yep. Shout out to Drake. Yeah, shout out to Drake. But also, great. Yeah, Dra- oh, no. Like, they're going to be playing overtime forever. Drake's got them caught in a time loop. <laughs> I tweeted it out. I did I did tweet it. I tweeted it out like, oh, Foles found a way to win again. I tagged the photo and nobody liked it or retweeted it. R.I.P. R.I.P. my Twitter. But, yeah, man, Foles found a way to win. Redemption from the grave. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, like, those are kind of just my general thoughts on all that. Like don't just don't re just don't change things because a bunch of people are complaining about it after the NFC Championship. Just don't do that, NFL. If you have an actual plan and you have some actual things you've researched and really looked into implementing, fine. But that's not what they're gonna do. They're gonna react and make a change for the sake of making a change, and we're all gonna hate it. They're not gonna change it to something good. The changes they make are gonna be dumb, and we're gonna know instantly that they're dumb. But they're gonna do it because. They think that's how you uh, make money. The NFL is just full of terrible decision makers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just all these people who have had, well, whose parent, well, at this point, it's becoming more and more just a bunch, a bunch of people whose dads made a bunch of money. And now they uh, inherited the team and now they make terrible decisions. But hey, I mean, hey, who wants to tell you that Jim Ursay wouldn't have made all that money on his own? <laughs> You're going to tell me that Jim Ursay wouldn't have been a gigantic success without his fa- family? Maybe, Blasphemy. man. Blasphemy. This is America. But anyway, uh, any final thoughts on these things, Jordan? This kind of this mess of topics. You know, uh, the refs, uh, the Saints being abstract failures, uh, the overtime rules. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, are we talk about the Patriots. We're gonna take a break here. Okay, guys. take the break then. Take a break here. Okay, we're gonna take a break here and then, then talk we... about Bill Belichick's high school offense. Jesus Christ! When we come back, we'll be talking about the Patriots. Can okay, we talk about the last two <laughs> games, maybe? Because I didn't want to get into that again. How the team's been playing? Because I wasn't here last week. We'll talk a little bit of that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Chiefs a little bit. Talk about our friend Andy Reid. Go watch driving into some other Patriots stuff that's going on right now. And that'll probably be that segment. So if you want to chime in on any of these things or anything we've been talking about or anything you want us to be talking about, do not be afraid to call in 401-456-9946 or 401-456-8787. And we'll be back after this. I'm in almost every school bus and classroom. I go to school with your children. We say the Pledge of Allegiance together. You've seen me around the neighborhood, and you've told me I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every four children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. This problem is closer than you think. My teacher tells me we could grow up and be whatever we want. I want to grow up and be someone who doesn't go to bed hungry. There's enough food in this country to feed everyone. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for kids like me, quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Plant a tree for your tomorrow Do you know which tree Andy Jackson rested under on his way to the Battle of New Orleans? Which tree Abraham Lincoln used to cross a river? And what tree William Penn used as a landmark for his map? Taste the breeze, it's life inside you. Make a promise to the earth. There's an easy way to find out. 
go to the National Arbor Day Foundation's website, arborday.org, for whatever you need to know about trees. At arborday.org, you'll find out what trees are right for planting where you live and that the oak is the people's choice for America's national tree. It was a Sunnybrook oak which Andy Jackson rested under on his way to the Battle of New Orleans. You'll have to go to arborday.org for the other answers. Plant a tree today for all the world to share. That's arborday.org. Okay, fellas, thanks for checking out our membership meeting for the unstoppable IOTA Gamma Kappa fraternity. Candidates will be notified around mid-semester. Peace, peace. Have a good day. Yo, can you believe that white boy showed up? Who, Justin? Yeah. I mean, he seems pretty cool. He's doing a lot of work in the community. He gets decent grades. Oh, yeah, I played ball with him the other day. Old boy got a mean crossover. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. White people think that just because they could rap or hoop or something, they could be one of us. Now, what would happen if one of us went across campus and tried to join one of their fraternities? <laughs> Tell you what, it'll be a cold day and you know where before I let a white boy into this frat. You feel me? Nah, Trey. I don't feel you. The first step in fighting racial prejudice is taking a stand. Imagine the power of one voice. Find your voice at freedomcenter.org. A message from the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center and the Ad Council. This entire piece of music was played with only two instruments, a right hand and a left hand. Hands can do incredible things, but nothing compares to using them to help save a life with hands-only CPR. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. Hands-only CPR is recommended by the American Heart Association, and it's incredibly easy and effective. Find out more about this latest method of CPR at handsonlycpr.org. The power to help save a life is in your hands. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. It's not the size that matters, it's the pleasure it provides. WXIN-FM. Ninety point seven WXIN Stadium Experience. Jake Elmsley, Jordan Moment here. Now, in defense, I don't mean to harp on the Saints. New Orleans is my favorite city. Oh, one of my favorite cities. So I like it. There. I'm going to be going there soon. So maybe I should be a little carefuler. Be a little more careful here. But I should really recognize me. I don't know what my following is like down there. I know that I razzled up Ohio State fans at one point. But um. You know, maybe they won't be getting this pod down there. Maybe I'll end Louise in Nola. So, <laughs> so you may you might have a couple loyal fans down there in in Louisiana, down there in New Orleans. They just they're just hating me right now. Yep. Sitting there. No, I don't know how you can listen to the show though and be like mad when I dick all over your team. Though. Like I don't yeah. know how you can listen. Sitting to in front of their their crawfish boil. <laughs> getting ready to go get yeah. some gators. Yeah. 
Just listen to the stadium experience. That's yeah. For the transistor. Yep. On the FM dial. Putting some butter into that gumbo pot. Ah. Like, yep. Ooh. Mm. Can't make gumbo without the real. Can't make gumbo without the real. All righty. Anywho. <laughs> We're going to move on from that. Okay. Move on to uh, move on to another <laughs> a city that I've never been to, which is Kansas City. Ooh, Missouri. Never been to Missouri. No, it's never uh, really come up in my travels. Yeah, it seems a little bit uh interesting place down there in Missouri. But anyway, so the Patriots, obviously, they uh, they won that game. They did? Very clearly. We know that. Mm-hmm. And I, said, I wasn't here last week. I, I just wasn't here. But... What the hell happened to the Patriots? Uh, like they are pl- like they are playing like dramatically better than they did in the regular season. Like the last two games have probably been the best two games of them this season. Save for maybe the like the Chiefs game earlier in the year, but that's early in the year. Like this team, like they did not look like a Super Bowl team all year. I don't care, you know, if you're some diehard Patriots fans, if you've been like believing in them since the beginning, shut up. I don't care. Like I, like I, I don't think you were right to go in, like after seeing the whole season as a body and evaluating that on its own. I, you were not in the right to think that this team was one of the best teams in the league. You weren't. I'm sorry. Am I wrong to say that? No. You were delusional. You were delusional if you thought that. I thought they were going to lose both these games based on what you went and seeing. Yes. Yeah. You thought they were going to lose to the Chargers. I thought they were going to win that game. They dominated them in the first half. Second yeah, half. which was very surprising. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. And then they went against the Chiefs, and they dominated them in the first half. Now, mind you, I've said for a while that I think that every game they have, they would have on the path of the playoffs, has would be winnable for them. And, I mean, I, I like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know what it's just suddenly just everybody's turning it up. Like, Calvin Noe had what three sacks? Yeah. I mean, Trey Flowers has been a monster, but he's always a monster. But Trey Flowers has been excellent. I mean, Gronk was good against the Chiefs. When did you see Gronk play like that all year? Well, I've barely seen him play all year. Exactly. It's been a non-factor a lot of the times this year. Like, now he hasn't even really worked as a diversion because guys don't even, haven't even been committing that many resources to covering him all year. But he's been... He was a force in this game. I mean, my God, that catch he had on... on a, what was, was it uh, in the overtime? Or was it on the drive in the fourth quarter? Whatever it was. Uh, pick like, over-the-shoulder catch. That was, might have been the best passing play for the Patriots all year. Yeah. That was incredible. Chris Hogan's being functional. Like, Sony Michelle... Yeah, Sony Michelle getting yards. Like Sony Michelle has been a once again. If you want to tell me like like I was just wrong about Sony Michelle once again. Sony Michelle is playing. Like I don't even feel bad because he. <laughs> you almost forgot he's a first round pick. No, but like he's just <laughs> bit low. But like if you want to get me crab, like oh you hate it on Sony Michelle. Oh look at him now. Like yeah, no. he he wasn't playing like this before. Yeah, he, he he's, a, he's actually running the ball now. Like like, like he's actually worth the. The draft pick. Well, I won't say that. Maybe. But, eh, nah, if he was worth the draft pick, they won't be giving it to Rex Burkhead in the second half in key spots. But anyway, which, by the way, I was prepared to come in and be livid about that if they lost. Oh, my God. You know why how, would you give? Why no, would you run a 34 die? But no, really, though. <laughs> on the goal line. No, but seriously, yeah. when they didn't convert that fourth down, when they didn't convert on the goal line, I was like, if they lose this game, Jordan. You know how how I was how score, I was gonna come in here and be like you spend a first round pick on a running back which is stupid to begin with and then what in the most crucial part of your season you hand the ball off to Rex Burkhead you won't even give it to the first rounder great pick Lamar Jackson would have been better maybe 
But then Sony Michelle scored on the, in that same sequence on fourth down. In fairness, I still think they could use it more in a second. But hey, I mean, like I said, like Sony Michelle said, five touchdowns, lot of playoffs. Do I still think the pick is justified? No, I still don't. But nevertheless, he's he's been playing much better than he has been. I mean, like in a vacuum, mm-hmm. like it's just like ev- like Edelman was off the like off his rocker in this game. Yeah. Like it, like I, 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 don't know what, like, like it's not even like Brady's been willing them to win. Brady hasn't been. I mean, Brady was pretty spectacular in this game, but like statistically, like I, I was this one of Brady's best games against the Chiefs. Yeah, it's one of the best games he's had in a while. In I don't season. think so. I don't think this is one of Brady's. I mean, he threw two picks. He threw a third that just got overruled because you know the refs don't have an impact on the game, but. <laughs> by by D Ford, but like I don't think this is Brady's sharpest game. I don't like mind you. Like I'm saying that they converted like a billion third and long. So what do I know? But like, I, I like I just don't look at this and I'm like this is one of Brady's strongest performances ever, which makes me which makes me even more confused because I was like, well, if this team's gonna go anywhere, it's gonna be Brady's just gonna black out. I don't think he's quite blacked out. But I mean, well, he's, well, you know, apparently since somebody was trying to assassinate him. Yeah, because, you know, everybody thinks they suck. Yeah. Yeah, it's bleh, stupid. I, I mean, I hated that. But anyway, like, his nobody thought you sucked, Brady. People just thought you weren't a Super Bowl favorite. There's much different things. Anywho, the... And you open betting as a favorite in both of these playoff games, by the way. But nevertheless... Like I, I, I don't know. Like I, like they just, they just started playing like immeasurably better. Yeah, it's because they started running a high school offense. But I don't think they have. I think the offense has gotten more complex. I think they've been, their offense has looked more alive. I mean, how they've been running a high school offense? I don't think the offense they've been running has changed. It's, it's changed. How? Definitely much simpler run plays and just, just more simple. See, I don't think it's more simple. I think just running plays are just working now. Yeah, as in as when they weren't working before, but it's all the same passing patterns, all the same option routes. All, I mean, the only thing they're not doing is they're not sending Gronk over the middle. Yeah, still, which I thought was like that was gonna be the one thing they were gonna do differently in the playoffs that was gonna make Gronk suddenly play like Gronk again. Was they're just gonna be like, hey Gronk, don't regard your body anymore, just run seams, and it'll probably work. Well, like Gronk's playing better. Gronk looked like a shell of himself all year. We were talking with Josh Percy about it before the show. He thinks he's healthier. I don't know how anybody can be healthier at this point in the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's the only thing that's different for the Patriots. Is that like nobody on this team is hurt. That's Maybe they all took sensu beans. Maybe. But like the whole team, nobody's really been hurt all year. So maybe that's it. Like, I mean, the old line has been spectacular. Yeah. And th- they've been really good all year, but they've kicked it up to even another level in the playoffs. I mean, has Brady even been sacked once all playoffs? Yes. Has he? Yeah. When? He got sacked in the Chiefs game. I think he did. I think he did. I think he got hit, but I don't think he got sacked. I think he got sacked. Uh, no, nah, I think he no, nah, he threw it away. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think he has been. Like, well, he's been pressured. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, who isn't pressured? Not a lot. Yeah, no sacks. Not a single sack in that game by the Chiefs. Okay. Like Brady hasn't been touched. Like the O line's been playing, and that's kind of led to Sony Michelle because you know having a functional line is better than having a first round running back. But anyway, that's true. Which I mean, you know, you, I mean, you know, if you want to argue, and you look at the Rams who have. Been using C.J. Anderson as effectively as Todd Gurley. 
mm-hmm. who they signed off the street and looks awful. CJ Anderson, who looks like your dad who's playing in an alumni game in those pads. <laughs> he does. Why does he look so fat? Hey, CJ Anderson was like never big either. Maybe just has big maybe just has the bulky rib pads on. But he doesn't. It's fat. They you don't were, know that, man. It looks like fat. Have you seen CJ Anderson? Hey man. Have you seen CJ Anderson? Don't judge him, man. Have you seen him? I've seen him. It kind of looks like fat. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's working out for him. <laughs> I mean, it's working for him, though. So. Besides us body shaming CJ Anderson. <laughs> we're the last people to do it. It's fine. Yeah. We're the last people to this party. But yeah, shout out to CJ Anderson for proving my running back theories. Basically. That you can pick a guy up and he'll help you get to a Super Bowl. But anyway, like I, I, I mean, you pick a guy up and then the refs help you get to the Super Bowl. Oh, of course, yes, yeah, of course. That's what you mean. Oh, sorry, yes, of course, because the league has it out for teams. Yes, but anyway, because you know the the NFL didn't want you know Breeze v Brady, or the NFL wouldn't want a repeat of Rams Chiefs. No, 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 no. Why would the NFL want either of those two Super Bowls? Absolutely. The twenty, the oh one run back. Mm-hmm. That's that's the matchup they like. This is like narrative wise, probably the weakest of the three possible matchups. Maybe. Oh, it depends if, if Tom. Well, Brady, except for Saints and Chiefs, I guess that would be a weaker one. But if Tom Brady retires, then it then is perfectly. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's, it's but the even the then, narrative. like, even then, it's just kind of like cute. I don't even think it's like that huge of a narrative. Like, I think Breeze v. Brady is better. Well, maybe for the Rams, it's like kind of better because like it's like the old guard versus the new guard. Yeah, yeah. Like if the Rams win, like there's a whole thing about like <laughs> the transfer of power or whatever. Yeah, sure, sure. I the, mean, that's... the balance of power has been <laughs> transferred. But I also still think, yeah, like they're like all oh, the old and now the Patriots are the old, even though like the Rams in like O two were just like coming off like one Super Bowl, so they weren't even like the oldest of old guards. But anyway, <laughs> but like I think like that's like like that's still like a solid uh, third. The narrative run back. The, this this is a full circle. But still, like I still think this is like third in compared to narrative of like the Twilight of Brady and Breeze coming to a collision course. Uh, or we, you know, we try to get into Twilight of Brady and, and or, Rivers. Yeah, but like, but I said that that was stupid. But I would at least buy into this a little more. <laughs> Like, at least this is two, like, top ten quarterbacks. All Twilight time. at the Georgia Dome. You know. Of course, it would then bring out all the Breeze is the best of all time people, which would be dumb. But at least, like, you still have, like, two, like, top ten, like, quarterbacks all time facing off who are both. Yeah. But and but then also, like, then, like, Chiefs v. Rams, like that. Like, I mean, come on. People loved that game. That was a great game. Exactly. That would lo- people love that. So, I yeah. I would love to see like, another. Like, I can't buy in. <laughs> like, I could never, like, I think it's stupid if you say that these games are rigged because, A, that's not true. And then, B, if they were rigged, I don't think this would be the result they'd want. It could be. I don't think it would be. I don't, I don't like, I don't think. This Maybe they pick the game you think they would be least likely to rig. No, like, if you were picking, like, the idea, like, if you were the NFL marketing people and you could like pick the super bowl matchup from those four teams i don't think this is the one you'd pick no no exactly so it's just there are two better ones in that regard so yeah i don't think it was rigged but yeah it's just like the like the, like the patriots are like they are a better team i feel like there'll be like one guy in the room who picks like seahawks ravens <laughs> and they'd be like what are you talking about man just just, just leave you're fired yeah you're on the competition committee now. Yeah. But Seahawks Ravens Super Bowl. <laughs> Wild card, baby. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. I mean, that wouldn't have been ridiculous like 10 years ago when top seeds never played each other, but here we are now. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Yeah, really. With the year where we all talk about parody all year, it's just two of the bottom of the barrel of teams just yeah, squeak one, by. One, two, one, two versus <laughs> each other. So I guess parody can go after itself. But yeah, like the, like this is game for the like it was great. Like the first half of this game, I was like falling asleep. I was like, oh, fine, it's fine, it's here, I'm winning, fine. And the second half of the game, I was like, oh, what the hell's going on here? It's Patrick Mahomes. Like it suddenly became like. One of the best games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I, you know what? I will say this. Mahomes didn't choke. He didn't. I don't feel like he, I mean, he choked in the first half. Oh, well, that's just the first half. He that's, wasn't that's, just, that's just nervousness. Yeah, exactly. Which still is like, you know. It's not really choking. Isn't a great sign. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. I don't feel like he choked at the end. No, he didn't. I feel like Andy Reid choked a little bit. Because like when I saw when, how, when they gave the ball back to the Patriots, I was like, when like they were like when the Chiefs were driving down that last drive and it was like two forty left and like they had and like the Patriots had all their timeouts I was like oh and their Chiefs were on like the twenty I'm like oh no Andy Reid you're doing it again I was like oh no Andy Andy no you're giving them too much time Andy what are you doing Andy no he trusted the defense I don't know why you can trust the defense and still only leave the Patriots a like a buck a buck thirty. Yeah, you can still trust your defense and not leave the Patriots with the two-minute warning, three timeouts. Like the Patriots got the ball, I'm like, well, now they're gonna score. I'm like, well, they're gonna score. Like, and then my, you know, I had to overcome like fifteen thousand third downs and like a really weird pass interference call, and then Brady threw a pick, and then it got reversed because G Ford is stupid. I don't know what the hell that was. Like I don't, I don't know what the hell that was, but Deep Ward is a free agent now, and he was, <laughs> you know, and he was a defensive player of the year candidate. But I, I, I mean, maybe they just don't ever bring him back now. Like Deep Ward was one of the best defensive players this year, but I, I don't know, maybe, maybe they just don't bring him back. <laughs> like, listen, you know, listen, D, you had a great year, but <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna put a tender on you. <laughs> Yeah, you're unrestricted, buddy. Yeah. Well, well, can I sign back? No. Ooh. Ooh, See the way our cap room is set up, we have to sign Patrick Mahomes to like a two hundred million (laughs) dollar deal. So, in like two years. Yeah. So we uh we don't want young good pass rushers. Who wants that? None of that. No. So we're not gonna sign you. So yeah. So that you know, like the Patriots got plenty of breaks in this game. Like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like. And this is like, oh, Tom Brady at his best. Oh, the Patriots. Like, man, they got a lot of breaks in this game. Uh, I think you're, like, you're delusional if you deny that. Like, eh, the pass interference call on Brady, not great. Not a great call. Don't know what that was. But also, I don't bitch him out of my calls. Eh, D4 almost gave me a throw pick. Like, win it, like, winning the coin toss in overtime. Like, you got some luck. You, you got some luck in this game. But, mm. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, and I also love how then the Chiefs fire their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Like, the Chiefs fire Bob Sutton like it was his fault. Like, yeah. it was the defensive scheme's fault. Which I think is dumb, because I'm still like, well, you know, if Andy... Because, like, they let the Patriots score in their last possession. They did. They like kind of did. Like that, like, that, like, that touchdown by Rex Burkhead. I'm sorry, at the end of regulation, I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you can't put that on him. Like, like, they definitely, like, intentionally let the Patriots score there. To give Mahomes some time. Which maybe they're like, oh, well, our defense has been coached so poorly that we don't have any faith in them stopping them. But still. So that was a thing. But. But. 
we get to dive back into complaining about whiny Patriots fans for a minute, Jordan. Because did you see that somebody pointed a laser at Brady? That's why he threw those two interceptions, Did you man. see it? I saw it. Can man. you imagine? I'm, I'm about to blow your mind here because I'm a smart guy, Jordan. What? Can you imagine if that happened to a team that was playing the Patriots? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. They'd be in so much trouble, right? I'm right, right? Yeah, the Patriots. Because the league hates them. Laser gate? The league hates the Patriots, Jordan. That's true. They hate them. Yep. And if that happened, because I'm smart and I realized that, that mm. if that happened with the Patriots, they, they, oh my God, they fine everybody. So you tell me you recognize the broad yes. applications. Yes, because the league has it out against the Patriots. The league doesn't just pay attention to the Patriots because they've been caught cheating twice. They just hate them. Ooh. No, they just hate them. So it's, that would happen. The laser. It's just a conspiracy. No, it's the league being unfair. Oh. And Roger Goodell. And nothing will ever change until Roger Goodell is out of there. I never knew that. Nothing will ever change because the league will get somebody competent and who will tell the owners what to do and will make decisions and won't be a puppet for abuse so you don't blame the owners. Oh. That's what will happen until Roger Goodell is out of there. So... No, Jake. I really have to say, you really opened my eyes to this. Yes, yes. Obviously, this, this is a, this is an absolute fallacy of justice, and I never, I never recognized yes, such the, possibilities. The, I never the, the hypocrisy by the NFL yeah. for going after a team that's been penalized for cheating twice. Yeah, I never. And the fact that this would definitely, oh, I, this would be a giant to do if the Patriot, if a Patriots fan got caught doing this minorly annoying thing that probably led to an ejection, which meant it was dealt with. Yes, no, you can not tell me. It's a hundred percent sure that if the Patriots did this, it would be a whole thing, right, Jordan? Right? Uh, yes. 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 Because every little sketchy thing that's happened with the Patriots has become a giant to do with the league. Like when the other team's headsets stopped working in the middle of a game at Gillette. Mm. Or when Julian Edelman got caught for steroids and used Tom Brady's trainer and the league totally investigated Tom Brady's trainer because half of the Patriots are being trained by him. Remember when the league investigated that really hardcore because they hate the Patriots and they want to find ways to punish them? Remember that? I do. Remember when that happened? Yep. Yeah. So if this laser thing happened, they definitely investigate them. Hardcore. Rawr. I don't think any of that. What? Yeah, it's a little bait and switch there. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, just to kind of go back on the topic of whiny fans. Uh, oh, but hey, can you imagine Patriots lost and that happened? Oh, boy. Oh, it'd be even worse. But since they're Patriots fans, they still need to bitch and moan about stuff even when they win. Even when they go to the Super Bowl, they still need to find ways to be like the victim somehow. Yep. Because Patriots fans have a bizarre victim complex. Said the underdog in every situation. Like Barstool still needs to, still, yeah, we're all just scrappy construction workers yep. who are really just genius janitors deep down. Yeah. <laughs> That's all of us. We're all Matt Damon. <laughs> I love Goodwill Hunting. It's one of my favorite movies. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's a boring thing to be one of your favorite movies. No, this is Robin Williams. It's like I just miss him. I really do. I like all like all there's a couple of Robin Williams movies that I like a lot. But anyway that, um, Dead Poet Society. Classic. Oh, yep, yep, yep. But anyway, like fans still do this crap like it's, it's dumb they you won like two super bowls because roger like, goodell has an axe to yes, grind like, i don't know if you know this Jake. like literally like the second the laser thing broke it's like oh and there's barstool 
And they're saying, can you imagine if this happened? Then my friends are texting me. Can you imagine if the pay- if this happened to the homes? No, I can't. Because nothing would happen. Like how nothing's happening now. Literally, nothing would happen to the Patriots. It wouldn't. Because it's not even the thing the team did. It's the thing a fan did. When the team does things, they'll invest. But, but the Patriots were paying that fan. Yes, it's like how, like, early, like, it's remember how, like, last week, like, fans at Arrowhead were throwing snowballs at the Colts? They were playing the Colts, and I mean, hey, when the Colts got, got screwed out of the AFC Championship game, the league went scorched earth, so you think they'd, they'd go all go all under the Chiefs because the, the league's all behind the Colts, but they didn't because that's stupid and that won't happen, and you're all being babies. Mm. Like, Saints fans are all being babies. Sports fans are babies. I'm a baby, like... I am in also a child. Like, the, it's just very, ch- it brings out very childish emotions in all of us. And mm-hmm. that's fine. It's just we all need to sit down and acknowledge it every now and then when we're being dumb, when we get into like, when we get into, when we try to apply like sports fan logic to like legal arguments. <laughs> and how we're, th- and how our country now kind of applies sports fan logic to politics. Oh that's boy. a whole nother thing. And I don't have time to go into that right now. But I just at least want to kind of dick all over Lasergate. Are you telling me partisanship is the same thing as repping for a sports team? The Chiefs, br- like, cheap, like, I some, think it's a Kendrick Lamar song Kansas, about that. Some Kansas City news station brought on a laser expert to talk about how lasers work. From, like, the Navy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> do we want to do that? Like, do we want, do we want to hold. Can, can we call somebody from a Navy to, to tell yeah, them? Yeah, like, how do we, they're... like, do we want to have the whole summer be dedicated to Lasergate? Do we want to do that again? Do we want to bring on, do we want to find out, like, the ideal light law? <laughs> do I have to bring another court to the federal court? Do we want to have another 15,000? <laughs> like, do Patriots fans want that because they're so goddamn bitter? Are we going to bring the cheese to the to the what what district right here, into the fifth circuit court? I think they're in the fifth circuit. Like, is that what we want? Like, is that what Patriots fans want? Like, would that make them happy? Like, Maybe. seeing somebody else get in trouble for stuff that you know, like, oh my god. We know Missouri's in the seventh. Like, would that would that make pay? Well, no, the Supreme Court would take it. To, oh, oh boy, because the Supreme Court has it out for the Patriots. That's true. Ruth <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's up to no good. Ted Ginn has it out for the Patriots. Yep. Yeah, she bleeds jet screen. <laughs> Sotomayor, she you know she's a she's a Giants fan. <laughs> she's from the Bronx. But <laughs> hey, listen, if you're from the Bronx now, you don't bring yeah. it up in every other tweet. You're not from the Bronx anymore. Basically, those are the new rules of politics. But anyway, yeah. Especially if you're a Puerto Rican from the Bronx, yeah, Oof. you got yeah, yeah, like you you in the spotlight right now, ma. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Yeah, I don't really have much of a point other than stop whining about stuff that you got in trouble for that your team definitely did. And that's it. Like, I don't want to rehash this anymore. Like, I'm glad we don't get phone calls right now because we just be getting nothing but phone calls about like, well, actually this. Because remember that? Remember that? Remember that was a whole year? Yep. That was great. Let's do that again. Yep. There was a whole federal court case. Yeah. (laughs) That went to the Circuit Court of Appeals and cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxpayer money. For also, Tom Brady to get him suspended for four games. But he was able to get it delayed. <laughs> yeah. Like, it kind of worked a little bit. And I drafted him in fantasy that year when the suspension was still in effect. So I got him in, like, the 11th round that year. That was great for me. And then he got unsuspended. I had Brady and I had Edelman. I also drafted Le'Veon Bell that year. He was also suspended. I was like, I'm just tanking the first four weeks. I don't care. Month of September, this team doesn't need to win. 
but when October runs around. Yeah, and then Brady got back off, and I was like, boom, like, I he would have been like a second-round pick, and I wouldn't have picked him because you don't pick quarterbacks in fantasy. But you just don't draft him ever. But because you can just get Phil Rivers with your last pick overall, and he's like the seventh-rated player in fantasy. We talk about fantasy a lot in the show. But anyway, <laughs> so, like, I, I yeah, laser gaze. Laser gate a thing, Jordan? Do you disagree with me? I, I 100%. I think the summer is going to be – is it gonna be the summer? with nothing but laser yes. gate. Do we have anybody out there in like a, like a Patriots like tank top and like a Red Sox hat holding a Dunkin' Donuts cup who wants to actually explain this to me? Maybe. Who wants to explain the right side of this to me? Ooh, Elov walked in. Elov, I've not seen you in eons. Where the hell have you been? Yeah, we're talking about laser gate. We're talking about laser gate. La- oh, laser gate. <laughs> and how the Patriots are getting robbed. Who's the Patriots? They'd be all after. I'm out of bits on this, Jordan. <laughs> we're gonna cut the cu- cord on this. Back to the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, what do you make of the? Because Jordan, I know that you said that you thought the Patriots had no chance if they ever played the Saints. Yeah. And since then, they've looked like a dramatically different team. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Saints were a better team than the Rams, even though the Saints are a bunch of accountability-less babies. But well, that's because the ref lost. Yes, lost, lost in the game. Oh, absolutely. But anyway, it's not the refs, man. Thank you, Elov. <laughs> thank you, Elov. That was oh, a whole. Oh man, you know that Elof, the NFL <laughs> always <laughs> do this. Elov, stop, stop, Elov. We already. No, you you should have been here for the first it's, segment. It's a bit. It's We're a past bit. this. Oh, yeah. We're past this. But anyway. all I say is that D four cost Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl. He did. We talked about that too. Anyway, though, like. How seriously do you take the Rams? And are, who's the favorite in this game? I don't want to do our picks yet. Mm. We'll do that next week. Okay. Because this is a really hard week to, like, tippy up how to talk because I can't analyze a game for two weeks. I just can't do it. Okay. But, yeah. But Jordan, right now, if you were a sports reporter. Not picking the, not doing my picks. You, are go, you would have to go down there to Atlanta. I'd and just to. ask questions after questions. Well, that's fine. Questions. That's asking questions. That that I'm not the one who has to guide the content. Because and we all know that for the next two weeks, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, what's different um, now than it was in '99. Except, except I don't care. They know they asked. They, was, they asked Belichick about that in an interview, and he said he doesn't care. He's like, I don't, I don't think about that kind of thing. I don't care. That was that was about five years ago, ten years ago. You know, so basically, it's like it, every question is gonna come up with, okay, um, are they are they able to like record your um your practices or anything? I'm oh like, God, that they never did. <laughs> so the league was just gonna, out to get them. We are we are the gonna Boston be bomb- Herald publishing an apology about that. He love anyway. Continuous. Jordan, we are gonna say- be bombarded with all those <laughs> damn questions. Good careless. Trust me. You can send John Farrell in there with an Apple Watch. It's fine. Because believe me, it already started with Eric Dickinson oh, saying I'm that sure. they were robbed. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Jordan. Twenty years how later. How seriously do you take exactly. how seriously do you take the Rams and who's the favorite? Uh, the, well, the Rams are serious. Like they I mean, can the beat the, are, like, the they Rams, can beat the Patriots. Like the Rams are serious. Like the Ram, like the like. But it's like at least it's not like this before, like the before time of three weeks ago when I didn't even think this team would would make the Super Bowl. <laughs> and how I think that they're like twice as good as I thought before. Yeah, because they've played significantly better. They've played up to their own standards. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how to feel anymore. And, like, the Rams haven't looked that great in the postseason, I feel like. They haven't looked phenomenal. I mean, they I mean, they beat the Saints, and they came back on the Saints from a 13-0 deficit. But, you know, it was a illegitimate, and the Saints were robbed. But 
Exactly. <laughs> like, they didn't look great against the Cowboys, but also I thought the Cowboys were kind of good, so I, I, I don't know how to feel about anything anymore, man. We we already had the Rams in the Super Bowl from last some last year. No. When they went all in, getting in Dominican Sioux and... Uh, I mean, we had the... I think we called... I, I think I had the Saints in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think we all had the Saints in the Super Bowl. I had the Saints and in the Super Bowl. It's, 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 it was... It's... It was like a from going conclusion that they would be in the Super Bowl because of the um, yes they did go the free agent the free agency that they went they did and go picked all up, in you know because you got Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue in that middle I mean you got Akeem Talib Marcus Peters and then yeah. the defense what I mean the def- and then what what Aaron Donald what twenty sacks this year right from the interior right. Jordan, did you ever do that? No. You were a D-tackle. Yeah, you were a D-tackle, man. You never had 20 sacks from the interior? That's pretty hard to do. I don't think <laughs> <Wow>. that's possible. <laughs> what was like your I, best year? But I was trying huh? to... What was your best yeah, year? Yeah, what's your best sack total, Jordan? Uh, 12. Really? Ooh, that's wow, not bad. that's not but bad. But anyway, I was look, like, literally, <laughs> I was like, look, like, I saw Aaron Donald's sack numbers, and I went, oh, they must have been putting him on the edge a decent amount this year. No. Tried to find those snap percentages. No. Nope. All D-tackles. Exactly. All from the inside. Yep. Which is crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's nuts. <laughs> Out of A-gap? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. So how is the Patriots going to be um, basically contend with uh, Donald and Sue? Well, I mean, that's going to be the thing, because the, pa- the interior of the Patriots O-line especially has been phenomenal this year, okay. and they've been even better in the playoffs. Like, that's been, like, like the, that's been, like, the most consistently strong part about the Patriots all year. Like, the only game where the O-line was, like, bad was the Steelers game. But how surprised are you right now with the the, the O line for the, the New England Patriots? Because that was considered a weak link. I mean, coming into the year, yeah, I didn't think they'd be this good. I mean, like I like I was worried about Trent Brown and all that. Like mm-hmm. I didn't buy it, but I mean, like it's been good all year. So I bought in since they were good. I guess like right. I. But yeah, I mean that's gonna be a mess. Like that, I mean, like I'm not sitting here telling me that they're equal. Like, but like that's gonna be like it's gonna like you know David Andrews and and Tooney. Shaq Mason. Like they got their work cut out for them there. Mm-hmm. They got with Aaron Donald. Yeah. Which, like, that's the thing, too, because that is the way to beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like, they do. I know I, I said this, like, about the Jaguars last year, et cetera, et cetera. Like, New York Giants and, um, in no, like, like, that's the way to beat. Like, they do have, like, the personnel to beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like, for one thing, like, having edge rushers doesn't really, like, that's I not. Thought, I thought Kansas City had the personnel to beat the Patriots. I don't think, think they did. Having ed- having edge rushers is, and mind you, the Patriots absolutely, like, destroyed Chris Jones, who did nothing in that game. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. Yep. But, like, the way to beat Tom Brady is not to have really good edge rushers. Right. That's never, like, Tom Brady can deal with pressure from the edge fine. It's not going to affect him. He'll step up, and that's fine. Like, the way to beat the Patriots has always been to have really, really strong interior pressure. Mm-hmm. Which I'd say 20 sacks from Aaron Donald means he's pretty good at that. Of course. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what the Giants had. That's what the Jaguars had last year. That's what the Eagles have, even though the defense didn't do crap until, you know, the final possession when Tom Brady fumbled and choked that game away. But anyway, mm-hmm. and then also like it's having cornerbacks who can play man. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other thing. And to leave and Peters have, I think, been disappointments for the most part this year. But like that's still two quarterback, two corners who can you know that they can play man. They can, like, D guys up if they're playing at their best. So, like, they have the personnel. It's just, like, can they put it together? Or is Marcus Peters going to play, like, the Because be- I love Marcus Peters. Well, I have loved him I haven't, for a long time. But if he- So if he's playing at his best, 
not gonna be a problem. But I'm also he's playing at you know overreacting Marcus Peters, where he's just you know getting too jumpy and trying to make plays on the balls too soon. Brady will tear that apart. Brady will find that and he will embarrass him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I thought the Chiefs were a better team. Like I did. Like I thought the Chiefs were the second best team in the league mm-hmm. going into like the playoffs slash into like championship weekend. Mm-hmm. So like I, I, I still I still think I have to feel better about the Patriots playing a team I think is worse on a neutral field versus playing the team I thought was better at home. Like just transitive property, I should feel fine about the Patriots. So I guess I kind of have to. But also I felt that way last year, but to a much stronger extent. Like last year going into the going into the Super Bowl, I'm like, oh well, the Jaguars, like the AFC Championship game, that's the real Super Bowl for the Patriots. And ah, uh, how'd that go for me? But I guess I'm kind of doing that again. But also, I think the Ra- I take the Rams a lot more seriously than I took the Eagles going into the Super Bowl last year. That's true. So this is all subjective nonsense and has no science to it. <laughs> <laughs> is my final point. <laughs> okay. okay. So what do you guys think? Let's see. <laughs> it's like like who's your favorite in this game i think the rams are a much more talented team do uh, i mean with the if cooper cup was playing and i, I would say I like cooper cup you know i would give them the edge but really putting that much stock in cooper cup I mean, Dude was on a roll. Oh, I mean, he is, but it's just interesting. Eh? Well, you know, for Cooper Cup, he's 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 the fact. He's the deciding factor in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I why like not? It, I like it. I mean, I love. Why not? You're right. It's. It, it, but the thing is that is is that. Um, why not think anything? They, uh, I mean, uh, the running like, back better come with the A game because he didn't have his A game. You see, in that's the, the thing. All year I bet against the Patriots. Why? I just I just didn't think they were that good. I mean, they haven't been good all year. I just didn't think they were Super Bowl favorite. And now, like, they've you, done it now again. That we're, now that we're here, I'm like, I'm also hesitant to bet no, against them. Like, now that they're here, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm just stupid and I'm wrong and I shouldn't doubt them ever. So, I'm not making my pick, but, like, yeah, it's just like. I, I, but the question is, would you rather doubt them and be wrong or believe in them and be wrong? Yeah. You see, if I believe in them and I'm wrong, that's a lot of a soft, that's a lot softer of a cushion to fall in terms of, like, people giving me crap. But like you know, I gotta be me, so I gotta okay. say whatever my opinion is. Is my is what it is. Like if I'm if I bet against them and I'm wrong, and Patriots diehards want to come at me and tell me that I was wrong to doubt them, and I'm just a hater, and that sports media is just a corrupt institution that's based around hot takes and saying mean things about the Patriots, and people don't really mean it, and they just want to generate buzz. Eh, they can think that. They already do. <laughs> it's it's hard being having negative takes in this market. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but. And you're never right. Yeah. It's like, I got calls them as I see them, though, you know? Mm-hmm. And now I see them differently, so I call them differently. So. Uh. Now, here's what I do hate, Jordan, because we talked about this uh, two weeks ago before the Chargers game. Yep. How annoyed we were with the fact people were trying to make this like the L.A. Boston thing. Mm-hmm. And how we now it's the LA. And Boston. then we asked, "Well, this is stupid now because it's the freaking Chargers." But what's gonna and then what's gonna happen if in two weeks we're doing this again? And Jordan, people are doing it again. again. <laughs> they're tweeting out hashtag BLA yep. again, yep. and they're playing all the Magic Bird highlights 
again. Oh, God. And it's still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid when they did it with the Red Sox and Dodgers. <laughs> and it's even dumber now. It's oh, not man. as dumb as when they did it with the Chargers because it's the Super Bowl. But it's still dumb that they're doing it a second time. So in a vacuum, this isn't as dumb as doing it against the Chargers. Oh, my goodness. But within the context of what happened two weeks ago. <laughs> like, literally, like, his Patriot, like, his Patriots Twitters that made, like, these Boston VLA videos that he's going to tweet out the same ones again. Like, Maybe. just RT that. Probably. Mm -hmm. Just reuse that content. Save yourself some cash. Mm. It's dumb. Like it's dumb. Like the it only exists with the Celtics and the Lakers. All right, mm -hmm. it only exists with like 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 I think it's almost dumb to dig up like the 2002 Super Bowl. <laughs> I almost think that's a little dumb of a narrative to build. Mm. It's already dug up, man. Because yeah. it's completely different team. <laughs> yeah, it's already been see, chopped up. That's, like that's less dumb, and that's even better because the Rams weren't even in L.A. then. Nope. They were in St. Louis. So you can't even dig that up. Yeah. The different Rams. Yeah. So, yeah. I think everything's dumb if you can't. That's the theme of today is everything people do is dumb. Mm. Everything people do and say makes me mad and I don't like any of it. Wow. That's kind of been the theme today, Jordan. Am I wrong? No. No, that's, You're not wrong. I'm, I don't know what's up with me today, dude. I, I don't know what's up with me today. Maybe it's just school starting up again. Like, yep. Being in an East Coast elite. Ooh. Ooh. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're getting truth we're getting deeper to the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those flyover states and their fans who get mad about calls. Exactly. <laughs> Not college educated like me. Oh. <laughs> I'm the elite. Oh. <laughs> take take my neoliberal democratic candidate and like it. <laughs> no, no, no billionaire from New York is gonna save you now. Oh my god. Is gonna save Let's you now. Even go into Working that, class. <laughs> 33 days, I ain't gotten a check yet. But um two whole pay periods. It's been a it's been a whole ass month. <laughs> Could Frank Sanchez shut down Rick? Maybe. What if we stop getting stipends? Oh god. I'm gonna fight somebody. <laughs> I'm being student union. I'm like, oh, I'm be banging on some money. I'm gonna be banging on the window. I'm like, hey, Judge Kane's coming out real quick. Yeah, oh, but um, yeah, I really hate the BLA stuff. Uh, like I really hate it because I hate trying to force narratives about things. Even though I also try to force narrative about things, but mine are better. Yeah, but yeah, I like I like the Twilight at, at Fox. Yeah, can we just like have the Super Bowl and not like beat LA. You know, you got the old versus new of Sean McVay, who's every team is now trying to get. It's the, it's the, it's the old versus the, it's the old guards and the new it's guards. The old man. guard versus who's got better bubble screens? <laughs> yep. Who's got better RPOs? Yep. So, that's um. The Saints had better bubble screens. That's that's like Saints have better bubble. Screens. <laughs> that wasn't a question. So we got Camaro's running the best bubble screens I've ever seen. Not in that game. <laughs> not against. The... <laughs> so how do you like John Gruden telling everybody that his OC is going to Cincinnati? Oh, who cares? Oh, who cares? <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Raiders right now, Elove. What are you doing? I'm oh, talking about John Gruden right now. What the hell are you God. on? I'm talking about oh. John Gruden right now. The Super Bowl's in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Elove. Oh, Super Bowl's in 
not ten days. But you don't I don't like, care. You don't want to. We're not doing Bengals takes right now, Elo. <laughs> hey, we're not doing Bengals takes. Listen. You're gonna get a Sean McVay disciple, and yes, you're gonna like it. Yes, we are. And you're gonna like it. Indeed. I'm getting old enough to be a head coach now, as long as I know <laughs> Sean McVay. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Jordan, maybe me and you can be like the first package deal head coach. Maybe. Um. We, we'll, we'll like bump into Sean McVay in an airport and then interview to like <laughs> yep. coach the. <laughs> yeah, but then seven years when we're also like 30, we'll just be. We've done great. Yeah. <laughs> We've done great. We've won like four Super Bowls together. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So like, I don't, I don't know what to do with us. <laughs> I guess we got to go to college now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come to new Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we, like, we'd be a package deal head coach. Oh, like what? What are you gonna be the coordinator? No, no, no. We're both head coach. coach. We what? signed the same contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have the same amount of authority. We are both the head coach. We know Sean McVay. He said this was a fun idea to like. Oh, oh man, get in here with like coaching the Bills. Uh, Me and you. We obviously bring back Peterman. We obviously bring back. We get you Josh. You to bring back Peterman. We get Josh Allen in the hell. Josh oh, Allen the hell out of there. You get Josh Allen out. Pe- Allen out. Peterman back in. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but um. um, yeah, yeah. That's why I think about anything about the Bengals right now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nice to see you though, Elo. It's been a while. Yes. But um, Hard Knocks with the Buffalo Bills. Oh Who's yeah. Who's gonna be at Hard Knocks this year? They uh, haven't announced it yet. I know. It's only it's only have like five teams that qualify, mm-hmm. and obviously you know nobody's ever gonna volunteer. But anyway, not to get too deep into that. But so another piece of Patriots news, and something that's kind of been tech because the defense has always been playing great lately. Yep. And I've kind I I I I finally kind of bought I like everything about I I bought in on mostly everything. I finally bought in on Brian Flores. People have been saying, oh Brian Flores has been doing a great job. I've been like, ah the defense doesn't look great. Look great. So I bought it on Brian Flores. Didn't I pick a great time to do that? Because now he's gonna go be the coach of the Dolphins, which won't work. <laughs> By the way, yeah, there's um, there's nothing that's saving the Dolphins. Obviously, is doomed the failure because Belichick because like, Belichick coaches don't go on to do anything significant, especially True. with the Dolphins team. Yeah. Ever with any team, but I mean, but what, it, but in especially the Dolphins. Sure, but ever, <laughs> but who cares? Yeah, but how have they been drafting dumb man? I'm like bad. What what are they doing now? I don't know what the know, Dolphins man. been but doing hey, for the last. Four but hey, whatever years. They, whatever they've Sheesh. been whatever they've been doing, the Jets wanted some. <laughs> That is the true. Jets copied whatever the yeah. Dolphins Jets were, were like, doing. Hey, whatever she's at, whatever he's having, I'll have. But we got three pieces, so you can we come got on over. Adam Gase now. <laughs> yep. Honestly, have any of the teams in the AFC East drafted particularly well in the last four it years? Doesn't help Not that it's really. that they, doesn't help that they just keep hiring each other's like cast off coaches. Like, yeah. like oh, oh well, it didn't work in Miami, might work in Gotham. Yep. Oh, it didn't work in uh, uh, Buffalo, might work here in Miami. They just all trade coaches. It's great. They trade coaches like Vanilla. I mean, what ever happened to like going after a college coach, though? Well, we talked about that last week, so we're not going to get too into that, but uh, I don't want to leave anymore. But anyway. Yeah. But Co- speak- college is way better to coaching. But oh. to speak of, but speaking of college coaches, well, I mean, hey, Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals went and got Cliff Kingsbury because mm-hmm. he's not good enough for Texas Tech, but right. good enough for the Arizona Cardinals, apparently. Of course. Also, speaking of the Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald re signed. Uh, Why? Wow. I don't know. Wow. Larry, please retire. <laughs> I guess go La- see your kids. Larry, please sit down. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> he signed a contract today. <laughs> Let the pain end. Larry, go see your kids. They probably miss you. <laughs> I thought I thought he was I thought he was done. Nope. Let Sheesh. the pain end. Oh nope. my goodness. So he's like little... 37. 
Oh, man. <laughs> he's going to keep going at it until he's canceled. I don't let him anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, so Larry's back. But um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Brian Flores leaving sucks because, A, it sucks for the Patriots. And, B, it's not going to work out for the Dolphins. So, he's leaving for nothing. Mm-hmm. Ba- well, I mean, not for him because he gets to be a head coach. probably make a ton of money and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you know, maybe if Belichick had let him actually be the defensive coordinator in name. But for some reason, he didn't. And now he's gone. I don't think that's why, but now he's gone. Yeah. But anyway, so, but it's okay, though, because now reports are coming out that the Patriots are planning to hire Greg Schiano. Oh. No, not ooh. <laughs> Elam. Yay. <laughs> so remember in the summer, Jordan, when I bitched and moaned about how Urban Meyer's staff is full of scumbags, but then said, and as a Patriots fan, you know, I know Belichick's willing to do it too because he's also willing to hire guys like Greg Schiano, yep. who was deposed in, a, in the Penn State child abuse debacle. Mm-hmm. So now, you know... Now that Urban Myers is out, you know, there we go. Pick at his staff. So, yeah. So, how, how do we feel about Greg Schiano as the next Patriots defensive coordinator? That's, uh, that's, that's, that's an interesting call. Because that was, like, he was, they were in talks of bringing him on last year. I was like, no, just, just, just promote from within. I mean, I don't think Greg Schiano went to the Belichick uh, training academy, Jordan. He didn't. So, I don't know he's what to do. He's an outsider. I don't know what yeah. they're doing bringing in an outsider. Yeah, that's heretical. Like, I don't know what this is. Like, I don't know what this is, though. Like, Belichick, like, it's not going to... I mean, like, in the end, like, I don't care that much because it doesn't matter who the coordinators are because it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. But, like, just, like, promote, like, your D-backs coach or something, Bill. Like, just do that, and then you'll just run the defense anyway because clearly you don't want anybody running the defense because you won't even let Flores be the DC. So just... So just... Why Greg Shia? Greg, the man who Tennessee didn't want. <laughs> like, not good enough for Tennessee, but good enough for the New England Patriots, apparently. Yep. Apparently, that's what we're doing now. Oh, man. Like, that. that's how we're running things now. Yeah. It's 20, 2019, man. So we said, you, you, you're not good enough for a mid-tier college football program. You're probably good enough for the NFL in 2018. <laughs> not good enough for a football program in SEC. You're good enough for the NFL. Not good enough for, like, a lower-level <laughs> ACC team like Texas Tech. <laughs> oh, where did Texas Tech play out of? Big 12. Big 12. Oh, sorry. A lower tier Big 12 team. No, yeah. sir. Come coach the Cardinals. <laughs> oh, man. NFL's just a dumpster fire. Hey, man. At least, But it'll just change all the rules again. It's fine. So, exactly. yeah. Can they change the rules so Greg Schiano can't be the coach of the Patriots? So, that's that's a thing. So, um, you know. A bunch of retread coaches. Yeah. So, Greg Schiano's going to be the DC for the Patriots. Hey, this is a good job there in Tampa. You know, the Patriots defense was just starting to resemble like a modern NFL defense, too. A little bit. And it was great. <laughs> you think Greg Schiano is going to come in and be the big innovator? I saw, more, no. I saw more stuff than like a cover three. And He's I was like, only Ooh. there in name. You think young buck Greg Schiano is going to come in and really... Uh, Greg Schiano coach at Rutgers. We at all know. Point. We all know. We all know that's Belichick calling that. So I know, but still, I'd like to. Like, sometimes I like to pretend a little bit that maybe, like you know, you know, you had to DC instead of you know, you know, Matt Patricia, who's doing a great job in Detroit, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that uh, you know, gotta love that. Yes. 
He was at Rutgers. He, I forgot. He was at Rutgers. Well, that's why. Okay, well, that's why. Okay, because that's where he's got, like, half of his secondary from. All right. Well, I, 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 totally, I totally forgot about the Rutgers connection. That makes perfect sense now. The Rutgers, the Rutgers pipeline. Yep. The Rutgers prep to Pat's pipeline. Oh, man. The New Brunswick to Foxborough pipeline. Express. Yep. Underground Railroad. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Never mind. I'm an idiot. I'm straight, straight from New Jersey. Uh. Of course. Well, now it makes sense. I mean, yeah. now it makes all the sense in the world. So, Greg Schiano's your new DC Patriots fans. Mm-hmm. Stewing that and stay away from the showers. Yeah. Wow. wow. So that's um annoying. Well, I'm 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 really looking forward to see that that college defense ran by the Patriots next year. Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, we going great. back to the Mac first. Great. Oh, more Urban Meyer staff members. <laughs> my other favorite person. Uh, more of that. Hey, we got a guy who was. Hey, we got a guy who was. Yeah, you got a guy who not only served in, under Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> but would, cover it up. Would, <laughs> Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, he learned Sandusky. everything he knows from Paterno and Urban Myers. Wow. Oh man, I love the world. Yikes. <laughs> I really truly love it. So that's what's going on mm-hmm. with the Patriots. So uh, that's all my Patriots thoughts. Any more, any more closing football thoughts before we kind of close the book on football today? Uh, nope. Everything's good. Um, uh, Kyler Murray declaring for the draft. I can't, anyone want to talk about that quick? Should have played baseball. Any mm. thoughts on that? Um, I mean, should have played baseball. I mean, I don't think it's as cut as dry as people are making it. I know I'm kind of lame this, but I kind of want to talk about that. I don't think that's as cut and dry as people because people are like, oh, well, you definitely make way more money playing baseball. It's an easy decision. Not really. I mean, for him, kind of, yes, because baseball is, like, throwing him money and, like, making up new rules to get him to play baseball. But also, though, like, yes, like, he was the eighth overall pick, so, like, they would probably, like, put him up through the minors pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But also, there's no guarantee of that. Like, there's no guarantee that, like, you're going to have to play in the minors at least, like, two years, probably. You don't make money doing that. You get no exposure doing that. Mm-hmm. Even then, you come up and you're a shortstop. For the Oakland Athletics. And yes. Is that, is that better than being a quarterback for? You see, no. For, for whoever team's going to yeah, get the first pick this who year. Who cares? You're an NFL quarterback. The, the 49ers. Yeah, who cares? You're an NFL quarterback. Yeah, what's wrong with being the quarterback for the 49ers? Yeah, that's that's everybody. Don't they have a quarterback already? Yeah, Garoppolo. That's, there you go. And the Cardinals have the number one overall pick. But anyway. You. I don't. Well, I don't think it's cutting right because A. You're not going to get to the pros as quickly, probably pretty quickly, because you know, like you're a top ten pick. Like you're the fastest. I mean, if Tim Tebow's in Triple A, then yeah, they're going to get you there quickly. But a also, you're not guaranteed. Like, what if you just turn like Devin Marrero was a top ten pick from what I remember. Remember that? Remember that that big money making career Devin Marrero has. And I know I have said a few times on record that if I could be anything in this world, I'd be a slightly above average baseball player. I know I've said that a thousand times, but like I almost get it for like, but which. Like, there's a case, to, like, it's not about money for one thing. Obviously, if he's doing this, it's not about money. And I'm not even saying he's definitely going to the NFL. This just still all might be a ploy to get baseball to offer him more money mm-hmm. and change more rules around, by the mm-hmm. way. But, like, I can't blame a guy for saying I would rather be an NFL quarterback than be a shortstop for the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, bl- no, like, can you blame a guy for wanting that? Like, is that, like, an unrealistic, like, life decision? Yeah. I don't think it is. Like, I think so. Like, in terms of, like, who, why, where are you going to have more impact on winning? Where are you going to be more of a star? Also, we're not talking about the money. Like, where are you going to get more endorsements? 
You're going to get more endorsements if you're a good NFL QB than a good shortstop for the athletics. We're talking about baseball here. We're talking about baseball where Mike Trout, who might be a top 10 player of all time, has a Subway commercial every now and then. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Who's the, who's the, like, who are the players in the NFL who are on the same, like, tier as, like, Mike Trout is the baseball players? Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Tom Brady. Yep. Peyton Manning, who's retired. Mm -hmm. Like, who do you see more? Who gets more money from endorsements? Um, Those guys. Yeah. By a mile. Because Mike Trout, because, like, just harp on baseball being bad at marketing stars. Mm -hmm. So you want to talk about marketing, like, endorsement like Dak Prescott gets more commercials than Mike Trout yep Dak Prescott is like a top 12 quarterback I've never seen Dak Prescott in a commercial he's got a lot of Tocino commercials he's just, yeah. and he does uh he does the he does a yogurt commercials that Cam Newton used to do but then mm -hmm. they dropped him because he said mean things to woman oh yeah 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 so yeah. now now Dak Prescott goes all, does all of those see that's two I can name two commercials that Dak Prescott's in I can name one that Mike Trout is in Tell me that Kyler Murray is going to be more of a star in the Oakland Athletics as a shortstop. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, no, you know, like, like for, like for the sake of your body, yes, like, obviously you want to play baseball, but mm -hmm. you know, everybody in the in the world who's ever decided to play football obviously made that decision, like, like that. He's obviously already like come to terms with that. Yeah, but so, like, yes, he, he has an out now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like, I, I <laughs> but like, it's not like so, it's not so like it's, <laughs> it's not like it's guaranteed. Like, I know I talk about how like average players in baseball make a ton of money, but also like. If he like flames out in double A, it's not like they're going to be like, all right, here's like a $30 million contract. At least if he comes to the NFL, like in your first round pick, like a top 10 pick, like that's 15 to 20 million guaranteed off the bat. Right. Like you're getting that money. Yeah. You don't have to sit in the minors for four, for two, three years, nope. going to McDonald's, like taking Greyhounds, making playing like against like the mud hens or whatever, the Toledo mud hens making like 50 grand a year. Like you're in that you're in you're in. And but you they they're they're uh so they're, they're um what is it the career lasts longer though. Yeah, sure. If you're good. Yeah. You know, like obviously, like both sides of this predicate on like if you're good. Right. Like obviously, if he's just bad at either sport at the professional level, like none of this matters. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like he thinks he's gonna be good at football. I'm not sure because he's five ten. But I mean, whatever. Like yeah, I think he's, he's good. It's also not Russell Wilson. Right. Yeah. But like I think he's good. Like I think he like he could play in a pro style offense. Okay. Like I think he's a good player. I like Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. He won the Heisman. Like I I, I don't. That know. doesn't mean anything. I, it doesn't. It mean don't anything. mean anything anymore. <laughs> but like I don't. Like, I don't think Heisman I, doesn't like, mean I don't anything know. Anymore. Like would you draft Kyler Murray in the first round? No. Like he's picked like a good class to do it because there's like one other quarterback who I think is better than him, but. I don't know, like, where do you put him on, like, your like your quarterback big board now? I think I put him under Dwayne Haskins, but after that, like, what do I really want? Like, am I really loving Drew Locke's, like, measurements enough to pick him over Kyler Murray? I don't know. Like, am I just, like, am I in love with any of them? No. But, I don't, like, he might, like, he can pretty comfortably be the number two quarterback if you want to argue that. So. Who's the quarterback you were in love with coming into um, last year's draft? That would be Baker Mayfield. Okay. That would be Baker Mayfield, and right. uh, thank you. I will collect my my winnings on that. Also, yeah. Josh Rosen, and that didn't work out so far. So yeah. far. So far. You never know. I Mike liked Clinton. Lamar. Yeah. Lamar brought a team to the playoffs, and then <laughs> his team forgot how to call plays. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I didn't like Josh Allen at all. I was on record for that. Mm -hmm. I think I was okay. I think I did okay on like my quarterback picks this year. Yeah. And I said I would pick Baker number one overall. I was adamant about that. 
Yeah. yeah, like nobody, nobody really, really tickles my fancy. Like I like Haskins, I guess. I don't know. I, don't know. I wouldn't want to be picking a QB this year. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll fall in love with somebody. Like I'll find like my Luke Falk of this year. I'll find like my late round guy. I was all on Luke Falk last year. That didn't work out. Mm. I didn't even make it through training camp, but it's fine. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I, Kyler Murray can do what he wants. I, I'm happy for him. I don't think like it's. I just, I just don't think it's. As, I'm not saying like one's better than the other. I'm just saying like it's not like the cut and dry. Like baseball's the money, football's the no money. Like people are making it out to be. No, I'm, I'm just talking about preservation. Like there is more. Body. Sure, but like I said, like who said like he's gonna be good enough to play in the MLB for 15 years? I mean, still doesn't matter. And also, like quarterbacks can play forever in the NFL. Yeah, there were two 40-year-olds yeah. in the NFC cha- in the championship games. By the way, if you're playing quarterback, you're barely getting hit anyway. True. Unless you're Russell Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're Russell Wilson. But like, you can play forever playing quarterback, by the way. Nobody in the MLB is playing at a high level at 40. Uh, not yet. No. Exactly. Doing the NFL first. That's crazy. So, I mean, like, no. You know what? Honestly, like, I think the longevity argument doesn't really work. Mm. That's so, fair. Well. Screw you. Okay. Jordan. All right. And your right. medicine and your Western. <laughs> so, okay. I'm sorry, sir. We're in the holistic cut TV 12 healing here. Okay. <laughs> you doubting TV 12. Tell so, him to stop eating strawberries. <laughs> Maybe he already has. If he knows uh, what's good for him. Wow. If he knows what's good for him, he's cut those 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 uh, heart attacks waiting to happen out of his diet. Yep. Red meat, red berries is the same thing. So that's yeah. um that's why Atlanta Kyler. Yeah, and like Cliff Kingsbury said like a couple months ago that he would pick Kyler Murray number one overall if he could. And now he's coaching the team with the number one overall pick. So I mean, hey, if he wants to trade Josh the best thing that could come out of this is that Cliff Kingsbury decides to be stupid and draft him first overall, then they trade Josh Rosen to the Patriots. For like the thirty second overall pick, because hopefully they have the thirty second overall pick. Well no, it'll be thirty first because the Chiefs will lose their first round pick because of Lasergate. Uh, it's only be 31 first over <laughs> picks in the first round. And then the Rams will lose it because, you know, they obviously rigged rigged the game in the refs' favor. So it'll be mm-hmm. 30th overall yep. pick. That'll be what happens. So um, basically what I'm saying is that Kyler Murray declaring means that Josh Rosen will be a Patriot. <laughs> I I guess in, in some... There's a path to it. There is a path. You can't I, deny there's a path. As I... Yeah. You can't deny that there is a path. So I would go to commercials right now, but I don't feel like it. So we're just going to dive into the next topic. Okay. The next topic? Which that Kyler Murray stuff was not on the agenda. I just wanted to talk about it out of nowhere. Okay. So the Celtics. Yeah. And Bas- the Cel- are basket. they out of their funk yet? Well, here's the, thing. here's the thing. The Celtics <laughs> I haven't right watched now, that in a while. <laughs> here, oh, wow. They are still you guys see, oh, funk. You guys can just kind of ride, ride sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the funk right now. Well, no, they're not. They're on a four-game winning streak. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Yeah. Four games. Four games. Wow. Yeah, four games. That would look great. Anyway, here's the thing. But listen, the Celtics, they've done this all year. And, like, right before the Raptors game, like, it was bad. Like, it looked like they were all calling each other out in the media. Like, Kyrie was like, I called LeBron. Yeah, well. Which was was it was bad from the same but like they were all going to their out publicly and it wasn't good no like there was any harmony and now they started winning again yeah and they looked good Kyrie's playing like the best basketball of his career mm-hmm. Kyrie is just so good yeah just so good but that's happening and now it's almost like like here's the thing about these Celtic team a when they win I don't even care about the games as much like I care about like the press conferences but they haven't done anything stupid for a while right and then it's just like now I'm just like okay like When's the loss coming? I don't mind if they lose, but then it's just like with the how fragile they've all been. Like, how does a team handle losing? Like, I almost want them to lose and then not hear anything. Not hear that anybody fought. 
Not here that anybody called anything out. Nobody talked to LeBron. Just they lost, <laughs> and they went, oh, man, that sucks. We're going to do better. Here's what we're going to do better. And then that's it. So, like, I, like, tonight they play the Cavs. Right. The Cavs have lost 16 of their last 17 games. Wow. Seems about right. So yep. they'll probably lose to the Cavaliers. <laughs> If most I, of if, really you if, calling it right if now? everything that's happened this season, I don't know. I'm just saying it's not unlikely. Okay, I'm saying it's not a crazy thing to think. So if they lose, I really want to see what happens. And it's like, just it's almost like Celtics just make the press conferences the shortest possible, and don't let anybody say anything, and just make sure everybody goes home in separate cars. <laughs> Just put every player, just get 15 Ubers for the whole roster <laughs> and take all their phones away. Right. Be like, you get these tomorrow at practice. Everybody get out of here. Yep. Get on the car. Get them out of here. Dif- different different Ubers home. Don't talk to each other. Don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Just calm down. So it's almost like I don't even care about the winning streak. I just care about how they handle the next loss. Because until I can see that they can handle the next loss and not fall apart, I kind of can't believe in the team that much. But, like, I'm, like... <laughs> I'm fine if they lose to just a terrible, wretched Cavs team as long as they're nice about it after, I guess. Which is stupid, but that's the way I feel. So you're saying you want Why them to, to lose nice to Cavaliers? About scrubs and things? You see, yeah. I'd almost just rather they just lose and then, then be mature about it and <sighs> it not be a problem. And then, like, I'll feel better about the team than if they beat the Cavs. Like, if I see that versus just see them just win again, I'll feel better about them losing and being cool about it. Mm-hmm. Almost. Because I just need to see that. Because they haven't done that at this point. Because they go on these. Because this team has been so streaky all year. They go on the winning streaks. Everything's great. Everybody loves each other. Then they lose a couple games. They all hate each other. They're all fighting. It's like, well, that doesn't show that they're a very stable bunch. Yeah. If that's what happens every time they lose a couple of games. So I'd like to see them lose a couple of games and not fall apart. I mean, no, I'd like to see them win every game, but that's not happening. So yeah, I'd like to see them lose and take it and be fine with it. Or not be fine with it, but like you know, like be be adults about it. Mm-hmm. So let's see that. So that's what I want to see now to talk about more big picture NBA stuff. Yep. In the last couple of days, what's come out is that Anthony Davis has is going has basically told at least at this point he's told this the Saints he's told the Pelicans. Did I write Saints? I didn't write Saints in the rundown. He's told the Pelicans back to back to dicking on New Orleans. He's told this the Pelicans that he will not, that he does not want to be traded this season, at least mid season. He's not seeking a trade and that he'll ride out the year with the Pelicans. Now, after this, he has one more year left on his contract and then he can do whatever he wants. And that is, he's going to LA. Well, no, but they said he would go to LA mid season and he's definitely not trying to do that now. No, but let me finish. But But you see, that is also, Phenomenal news for the Celtics mm-hmm. because the Celtics, because Danny Ainge obviously loves Anthony Davis. There's a lot of people who think, myself included, that he's hoarding resources to trade for Anthony Davis when Anthony Davis is ready to be traded for. <laughs> now, this is gr- because the Celtics cannot trade for Anthony Davis right now, midseason. They can't. They're not allowed to because Kyrie's contract was, and I'm sure everybody knows this, but just to rehash. Kyrie's contract was signed using the Rose Rule. Okay. For some reason, mm-hmm. because of the CBA, you can't have 
two players whose contracts exist under the Rose Rule. Okay. Anthony Davis was also signed under the Rose Rule. The Rose Rule is like the rule that like if you're if you're have a player and he makes like X amount of all NBA teams, you can sign him to a giant contract or something. That's it. Yep. It has nothing to do with the cap space or anything. It's just specifically since Kyrie's contract is Rose Rule and Anthony Davis' is Rose Rule, they can't both be on the same team. Team, But Kyrie's contract expires. So that happens. Kyrie resigns at the end of the season. Then you can trade for Anthony Davis and his Rose Rule contract. Okay. So that means that if Anthony Davis is willing to ride out to the end of the year, Mm -hmm. that then opens the door for the Celtics to trade for Anthony Davis, which clearly Ainge wants to do. And mm-hmm. clearly, every I, mean, I would love them to do. He's re-signed Kyrie. You get Anthony Davis in here. Woo. Love it. It's great. And this is good for that. And this also, like, I think that, I mean, I think the Celtics then have a much better chance of doing it than the Lakers. Uh-huh. Okay. The Celtics have. Infi- are you saying that, are you saying that uh, Magic Johnson is not going to be going well, he might, but the Celtics have infinitely more assets than the Lakers. Okay. The issue was, I would think that I was thinking the Lakers would try to do. People thought the Lakers would try to do it this season, like mid-season before the deadline. Right. And they could do it, and the Celtics could do nothing. Right. And but now the Pelicans are definitely going to want to trade him now, because okay. obviously he doesn't seem. If he has to make it clear that he doesn't want to trade right now, it's pretty clear he's probably not going to sign an extension, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Unless something dramatic changes. And they already tried their dramatic thing. They already tried bringing in Boogie, doing that. It didn't work. It doesn't seem like they're going to save the team now. So they're probably going to be pretty willing to play ball on that. And Ainge can offer them more money than anybody. I mean, more money. More assets than anybody. So that might be it. And that's good. Because kind of starting to look like you might have to start thinking about next year. <laughs> if you're a Celtics fan. Because, my lord, have you guys seen Cousins? <laughs> These last two games, <laughs> Cousins came back, and statistically, like the net, like the court rating and the assist percentages for the Golden State Warriors have been historically high in the last yeah. two games. Yes. They're even better with Cousins. Yeah. Wow. And Cousins yeah. is only gonna keep getting better as he rehabs. Right. Who would have thunk? So we're all screwed. Yep. That's done. I guess done. Like, I mean, the Celtics weren't beating the Warriors to begin with, but any idea of that? Like, I, I, I think it's we can just. It's so done. who does that make expendable? Nobody. Why make any of them expendable? I mean, Cousins is probably gone at the end of this year. Okay. Because, because like he's on like the what's he on like the like he's on like the exception. Like he's not like if he keeps playing the way he's playing and they do well and they wait, like he'll just go off. F off somewhere and go sign like a max deal with somebody mm-hmm. for like his actual talent level. He just needed to like prove that he was healthy and could not be a dick. Okay. You know, unless he turns into a giant dick and like tanks that team. But I don't think it's going to happen because they're all kind of doing that to each other. Right. Dray- Draymond and KD have too much beef for DeMarcus Cousins to get in the middle of. Oh, yeah. DeMarcus Cousins couldn't get his way in that beef if he tried. Mm. So... Wow. Yeah, so uh, the NBA's effed again. It just keeps happening. The, the yeah, Warriors it's just all keep... super teams now. It's not so. Individuals. That's the dealio there, and that's all my thoughts on everything. Mm. Any of the closing thoughts out of you two on anything? Sports? Uh, life? Let's see. Super Bowl. I hope it's going to be great. I think it will be great. Yep. Has been a. Has never been a bad Super Bowl with the Patriots in it. That is true. There's never been a bad like, and there have been a lot of, and most Super Bowls have been bad. Yeah. Historically speaking, like 
most Super Bowl, like, why, like, the one thing, like, I'll almost be, like, I'd like to say the league doesn't want the Patriots in the Super Bowl because they're always in it and everybody hates it. Yep. But also, just to go back to this for a second, on the other hand, people like watching to see the Patriots lose and every Super Bowl the Patriots have been in have been among the best Super Bowls of all time. True. Because, like, otherwise, like, most Super Bowls have been lopsided, boring games. But, like, every Patriots Super Bowl has been a, a great game. Mm-hmm. Like, a great, like, all-time game. Everyone. Yep. Let's see. Everyone. They've all been phenomenal. Oh, one. Field goal. Oh, three. That one looked like it was going to be a blowout. And then they almost came back. And then the Patriots had to win by a field goal. Yeah. Then, oh, four. Great game. Even though that was... Like, then, oh, seven. Great game. Like, it was. It was a great game. <laughs> it was. Like... Yeah. The old seven, the old seven Super Bowl stick in New England like a crawl. It is though, like 2011. <laughs> great game. Like that was a great game. Yep, like it was. 2014. That was a great game. Yep. Like 2014 might be like like minute to minute like the best football game I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like in t- like 2016. Like that was great. Like that was like an all time game. Yep. Then even the last Super Bowl. Like yeah, Brady choked it away at the end, but that was a great game. Yep. Like they're all great games. Like the Patriots. The Patriots have more good Super Bowls than the rest of the Super Bowls have good Super Bowls. Probably. I don't think you could find eight other great games that don't involve, like, great Super Bowls that don't involve the Patriots. I honestly don't think you could. Are you saying Super Bowl thirteen is not great? I don't. Which one is that? I don't know. That's, that's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cowboys. Oh, the yeah. Jackie Smith. Yeah, that's one. one. Yeah. That's one. All right. You don't say it's Super Bowl 20. Uh, let me see. Super Bowl 23. This is not fairy love. You were there for these games. No, nah, don't matter. <laughs> no, you see it. No, if you if you go on, um, you're going to see them all on uh, the NFL Network on Saturday night. Oh, okay? God, you're right. So basically, that's, that's what you're going to see. You can, make a, you can make a top five list of Patriot Super Bowls and everybody's could be different. Actually, the top five, number one would be uh, 20, uh, 2001. No, I'm saying like if you like made like a list of like you could make like a top five list of patriot super bowls like you could make so many different permutations of that yeah 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 like yeah trying to find close super bowls yeah there aren't many yeah. only like what five yeah. i think like, yeah yeah there aren't a lot of good super bowl games i mean hey like i you mean know. i mean the 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 90s was all <laughs> Please. Yeah, crap super like uh, crap I mean, Super Bowls in the nineties. Giants Bills was a good one, but other than that, like you have like Bills getting blown out, blown Bills out. getting blown out, yep. Bills getting, getting blown, blown out. out, yep, exactly. Chargers getting blown out, um, Steelers getting blown out, Denver's, Patriots getting blown out. No, Denver is responsible for five of those too. Yeah, it's true. Blown out. Yeah, it's true. Like it's just like there aren't a lot of like. That's why they're not taking any chances. That's why you saw a, a play that happened. Yeah, it's just in like the Saints. Anyway, so I don't want to get too LA into that. game. Sorry, but I don't want to get too close into that. Sorry, but that's <laughs> that's your final thought. You have any final thoughts, Jordan? Uh, Rand still should probably win. Hey, not doing that yet. <laughs> okay, that's next week, Jordan. <laughs> don't, don't dump it. He just dumped it. <laughs> Is that even going to show up on a recording? <laughs> I have no idea how that works. Oh, man. Oh. All right, anyway. But, yeah. You've been listening to the Stadium Experience. Sports. Jake Elmsley. Mm-hmm. This has been quite the episode, Jordan. It has been. E-Loves came into the last half. This yep. was something else. This was a good one. We need yep. a good start to the semester, everybody. Yep. E-Love, are you in classes? Yes. Woo. 
Oh, good. We need a new urban director. <laughs> I thought you had one. Nah, no. he quit school. He quit school? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he loved It's you. a curse. <laughs> oh, my God. Back in the saddle <laughs> again. I thought, I thought they had everything set. I'm like, Not wow. anymore. Wow. Once you want to be program director. Nah, I can't because I already... Uh, I already graduated, and they don't want any graduates having an uh, executive group. All right, okay. fair enough. That's your so, little Rick politics yeah, chat. Exactly. Anyway, though. Hey, <laughs> I thought you were going to go for a uh, thing there. We'll see. Okay, all right, cool. Anyway. Then. Yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley on 90.7 WXIN. We'll be back next week, 46 p.m. Really kind of dive more into, like, the Patriots-Rams preview. I kind of want to do everything else but we'll like actually like preview that game I don't know, we'll see what's up it's whatever else gets in me in a tizzy before then so all right thank you for listening we'll be back see you next week wednesday four to six have a lovely weekend great first week of school and i'll see you all then